welcome to Podcast First Play, episode 254. I am one of your hosts, Carlin, as always. I'm joined by a man who asked me, how do you know how heavy a chilli pepper is? Give it away, give it away, give it away now. (laughs) (laughs) Very bloody Dan. Evening. Good evening, sir. How are thee? A little cold, which is by the old pimp dressing gown has decided to make an appearance because <laughs> it's fucking cold out there, my lad. It's gone a bit chilly. Not not chilly enough for heating, but chilly nonetheless. I've only got a jumper yes. on, but um, I think I think I'm going to move to dressing gown territory soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely getting there. Um, I am going to say though, Dan, we we both know what we're going to talk about today, which is unusual because normally. Mm. It's, it's, yeah, I tried to make it a little bit of a surprise, but you actually told me the big news for this week, and we'll touch on that in a moment. I do have some news for you, though. Some news okay. that is going to both shock and anger you. <laughs> Hopefully, because it did me. <laughs> so, um, a new actor has entered the race to replace Daniel Craig as the next James Bond. Ooh! So, um, like a bit of Bond news. Well, we've already we already know in in terms of like bookies and everything else. Uh, you got Aaron Taylor Johnson, um, who yeah. he's been called back to do the iconic barrel shot. So, okay, I assume he's he's going to be very high up in the uh, the possibilities. Obviously, um, we already did. You know about James Norton? He was quite a popular. Uh, I don't know who that movie. is. I don't think. See, off the top of my head, I can't give you an exact. You you do know who he is, but I didn't until I googled it at the sure. time. Um, but yeah, there's there's been quite a few uh, major movements in recent weeks. However, um, something I didn't know, uh, Christopher Nolan was bored in rumours. Sorry, Christopher Nolan uh, bored in franchises the film's next director, and Cillian Murphy then joined the front runner. This isn't the news though, Dan. Oh, because that apparently was a few weeks ago, and I never saw anything about that. No, I didn't know. However. The newest entry is Harry Styles. For fuck's sake. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted, Dan. <laughs> no one who's got like what he's done he's done he did Dunkirk and he well, he wasn't particularly good in that. He was fine, but he was whatever. Again, you no. your Tom Hardy's, your Killian Murphy's, they were better in it, quite frankly. Um, even actors. though they were in it far less. <laughs> yeah, they're actors, not fucking pop, pop stars. Um like Kelly Murphy, I'd kind of be okay with the same as um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, mm. but in my opinion, they're they're too big. You know, they're 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 very well known. I mean, like Dan Craig and Pierce Brosnan and that. You know, they've still been, you know, they've done plenty of stuff, um, but they wouldn't be as big of a name as a Bond yeah. would, would yeah. take them. Um, but you know, it, they've done, like you know, they've 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 done massive things themselves. Um, Harry Styles though, like surely he's he's more well known, he's bigger than than all of them. I'd say in terms of not necessarily talent. Um, no, in, in terms in of terms how many of... people would recognise it. Yes. If anything, it Star would be factor. a box office draw. I'd give him that. Mm. I'd refuse to. Um, I genuinely would refuse to watch it. No, I'd I just think it would be it would change the tone of Bond. So rather than it being sort of like you know Good. when you got <laughs> Pierce Brosnan and you got your Gold Knight, it's a bit darker, it's a bit grittier. Um, and then, you know, by the end of his kind of run, it was the most silly that they've done so far, really. Yeah. Um, 
and then you got your Dan Cray back, and they went, no, 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 let's go back, let's do it, you know, even more gritty, even more hardcore. Uh, you know, we've we've got the Bourne franchise, we've got the new Mission yeah. Impossible's, we know what they look like. Let's kind of just play off that a little bit. With him though, he seems like he'd be more of the the charmer Bond. Exactly, he'd be, you know, he's a bit more sort of a, a bit smoother, a bit more charisma. Which that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it means to me that it would that would make more sense if they reset it and they put it back where it was originally in like the sixties. I can't see them doing that. Like I disagree. I think that they've because other than them, like the last one, don't forget it, it ended with Bond being exploded mm. because he couldn't go near his daughter yeah. because he'd been given a nanovirus that meant if he touched anyone who 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 touched, anyone who touched <laughs> his daughter would kill her. Like. You can't get more ridiculous than that in terms of like crazy future tech or whatever. Oh. Like, take it all back and just have a you know like a, a gentleman spy, like a Kingsman kind of thing, you know. But that's the thing we've got it. We've got it in Kingsman, and I know I but mean, that's a parody of itself. All that I, I genuinely, I mean, I hate Harry Styles with a passion. Like, no matter what he's in, whether it's music, whether it's a TV show, whether it's a, a, a movie, I can't stand him. Like, I why? I, I just hate him. Like. <laughs> there's I mean one of the things where he referred to himself as our David Bowie was like no David Bowie is our David Bowie <laughs> yeah he very much is thank you very and much if it's going to be someone it ain't going to be you <laughs> like no chance in hell yeah. I, I I don't like One Direction or anything but I do genuinely think he's the least talented of all of them <laughs> and he looks a bit like a knee so <laughs> I don't know I, I think I don't he's see got that the, sort I don't of... see the appeal of him I, I think he's got that odd handsomeness that people go for, but people have locked in on him as like he's this up and comer now. He's a Timothy Chalamet, you know. He's this, he's young That's a lad. Good lad. He's attractive, um, you know. He's had it a couple of goes, but I think he was in that, wasn't he? In that new, um, there was a, there was a film that I watched on Amazon. Yeah, I know. Um, I know the one you're going to say. He's a soldier or something. No, no. Um, if like Florence Pugh's in it as well. Um, it, it's like some sort of like government, hmm. some weird government testing thing. Sure that work out. I, I think that's. I think he's in that, and he was fine in that. I mean, I don't. I don't think he's a terrible actor. I don't think he's a terrible person. I don't know enough about him nor care. Um, but he seems like you couldn't. You couldn't go. Oh, it's going to be a continuation of the Dan Craig type yeah. of Bond, and then this dude's like he's he's way too small. He's way too young. It would. You'd have to change the entire tone of it to be a charmer. Like you'd have to take it back to the sixties. You'd have to be a Roger Moore. Well, you'd I, have to be like a sexy cigarette up. smoking. I don't I think, think with, could, you know, with a tuxedo. That that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, it gets worse though, Dan, um, because it's <laughs> Mr. Charles entered the market to play Bond amid rumors he would not only star in the movie but also perform the cover to soundtrack. <laughs> I would rather they get Shirley Bassey to come in and play Bond rather than have him do Bond and then his own theme tune as well. Fucking lord. Write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not he's not Bond and like there's so like I I genuinely think Aaron Taylor Johnson will do, will do a good job if, you've it, seen, if it's him. You've seen Bullet Train, haven't you? Yeah, I think he's. I mean, I don't want him to have a Cockney accent, but no. Like, I mean, I was going to say if you took the accent away, but you know the physique, <laughs> the you know the kind of the drive behind him. Yeah, even keep the mustache. That's fine. <laughs> like, but no. he's it. There's so many good choices. Like Idris Elba's an excellent choice, but he's too old. No, I mean he's at, older at now yeah. than Craig was when he finished. 
So, <laughs> oh, all right, yeah. Um, he's he would have been a real good choice, but they they missed the mark on it. Preferably pick an up and comer that no one knows. There's no expectations of them that way. Exactly. But yeah. That, like you say, that's not a box office draw. Like, if nothing else, as bad as Harry Styles will be in anything he's ever in, but as bad as he would be as Bond, those box that that opening weekend would be huge, and it would. Yeah, for sure. Regardless of how good the film is, but I I can't see him signing off on someone like Harry Styles because of that. It's not or fifty fifth like. A lot of people wasn't happy with Daniel Craig when he was cast. Yeah, of um, But it's not even that split. Some people love him, some people like him. Everyone who likes Bond will be against Harry Styles being Bond. <laughs> and all the people that, that love One Direction and, and Harry Styles will be the only ones that are dead happy about it. And they haven't seen any of the other Bond films. I was going to say, but but this would be, it would be a restart. I mean, you definitely mm. can't pick up this oh, the, no, the original story at this point. No. Um, it would you would you'd have to be starting the whole thing again, yeah. but if you take it away from you know like in, unstoppable mountain man who's basically a tank and he can fly a plane through trees and still manage to hit a car, <laughs> sure. But that's still I don't know why that still winds me up so much. But I was just like, come on, mate. Um, like I just don't see him just being that. Like you know, even in Casino Royale, that was kind of like that was that first sort of like, oh my god, this guy's insane. Like yeah. where he's chasing that um, Sebastian. Kwan, I think his name is, like the free runner. Yeah. Um, chasing him down, he's just barreling through walls and it's just this unstoppable machine. But he was he was massive as well. Like he was this absolutely huge dude, like clearly like SAS background. Like he, he looked like yeah, this guy would just walk into an embassy and blow yeah. it up if he wanted to. Whereas he if if they do go down the Harry Styles route, it would be it would be a, a spy. But he's too handsome to be a proper spy because he would just yeah. everyone would be like, "Fuck you know, look at that dude over there. He's the most well, handsome man here." He, he he wasn't the suave, debonair, dashing, good-looking chap though in the books, was he? he was no, he was. He's an he's an everyman. That's av- the point. Av- average Joe blends in, not not able to be spied a mile off from the crowd. Which, to be fair, whilst Craig wasn't the the debonair, charming Bond, everyone was like kind of remembered from the other but ones. He, he still he stood in, out. <laughs> he, he was in Casino Royale, though. Like, it, oh it's, no, everything just died with him. Mm. Like when Vesper died, pretty much. Yeah. Like you know, he was not happy, but he was certainly you know he's a bit friendly, he's a bit chatty, he had a little bit of a joke and a flirt. Yeah, I mean, you see him in the opening because I still think Casino is the best Bond film of all time. I like, kind personally. of agree. I I love it, but yeah. you you get that opening where he's he's getting that double O license and it's he's drowning someone in the fucking sink and everything else, but. When it's more the going into the casino stuff, and he is he's playing that Bond role more, you get to see both like it kind of like a duality that you've never seen with a Bond before, where he is like says this unstoppable fucking renegade tornado machine to Bond, <laughs> and 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 you get to see that, and not, I don't think any of the other Bonds really did. I mean, I suppose in the older ones like. Connery and uh, even Roger Moore showed that like you could be Bond and a, a sexist rapist, but like, <laughs> other than that, none of them really had that sp- like kind of like spit, uh, not personality, but like I mean, du- Dalton was kind of your closest, I think, because like, I like Pierce, like Pierce Brosnan's Bond was still he was still a bit more of a nutter than, um, but in a not in a, as a. He was a bit more cold-blooded, I think. Mm. Like he would just, he just 
shoot people just because fuck you, bang. Yeah, I've got a but, license. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got it. You know, might as well. Um, whereas Bond just uh, like the the Dan Craig Bond just seemed more. It, it was it was the weight of the world against him. <laughs> like you know, like in um, I was watching the other day Skyfall, um, mm. and Javier Bardem. He's Mr. Silver. He's got this whole elaborate plan to, like, you know, blow up MI6 and then get them to trigger a thing that does a thing that does a thing that does a thing to, so that he can attack M in a courtroom. And there's like two or three sort of police officers in there that get taken out pretty quickly. Um, and then Bond comes in and he obviously saves the day. Um, but every time something like that happens, it's like, you're in London, right? That's where MI6 is based. Yeah. Where. All the other double O's. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want like a, an Avengers Assemble kind of no, like but... it's double O one to twelve or whatever. It, I just, you know, the only double O that we've ever seen so far is Sean Bean, and he was a bad guy. But, but that's what I mean. There has to be at least another six, because <laughs> like, if he, obviously he's seven, and I'm yeah, sure... well, no, there's at least because in um, in Spectre, I want to say um, the the ridiculous unspy car of that Aston Martin that looks yeah. like it's from 150 years in the future. <laughs> I it's I like the the Vanquish and the DB9 are some of my absolute favourite yeah. like Aston Martin design. Like I just think the DB5 is, is a classic, but the the nine is just it's just gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. Even the Vantage, like. But the that, that like prototype one because I don't think that that was that wasn't for commercial sale. That was just something that they made. Um, I don't know if it was a prototype or they just made it for the movie. I think it was just made for the movie. I could, Potentially. Be, I could be wrong about that. Um, but it's so ridiculous looking. Yeah. It looks like something that Tony Stark's built. It, this is crazy future car. But that was supposed to be for 009. Yeah. And then he nicks it, basically. Um, so there's at least nine of them. There has to be. And like you see, it, it's better done in stuff like, in again, Kingsman. There's different people from like you've got the you've got the ones over in England, you've got the ones in America and mm. Mexico, whatever. Um, they even do it in Mission Impossible, like where you've got there's like multiple the, agents, yeah, yeah. And and the fact that especially when it's in London, well, in England rather, they should be all over the fucking place because that's where they are. Yeah, I guess, but it just if. When you go into sort of like lockdown protocols, you'd like, oh, you know, head office has been blown up. Hmm. Would you keep all your agents just loose in the world? Yeah, you call them back. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, unless they were like, oh, well, you know, we've got double O one to five that are all in the Middle East doing like intelligence missions. We've got, you know, everyone else. Bond's the only one that's been dead, technically. <laughs> And then he's just turned up out of the blue, like, "Well, you're here, so you might as well come." <laughs> but it, that that's only on the basis that everyone actually thought he was dead. Yeah. So if, if he just turned up and was like, "I'm here and I'm ready to help," and she's like, "Oh, good, okay, well, yeah, you can help out then." That that's you didn't know he was alive. He just turned up and he's like, "Yeah, well, I'll help out." Why wasn't there anyone else that was called in to back you up? Not just that. What if what if he turned? Nah, he's that. That's the one thing that they 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 can kill him off. Sure, give him a kid and kill him off. Fine, he can never go rogue. Oh no, no, no! I'm not, I'm, I'm no, not... I don't mean like don't like follow orders. I mean like he wouldn't like betray the country. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah, that's, that's not what I mean. But I mean the fact that they just went. Oh yeah, if you're back, just 
yeah, tag along. Here's all the details of everything that we're doing. There was no like. Well, they, they put you through testing in that again, didn't they? Because he failed them all. That's in. So no, no, one about no time to die when they bring him back. Oh. Because that's our retirement, technically, rather than death. Right. I don't remember the start of that. Yeah, he's, he's not just like working in a bar or something, is he? Yeah, he's just milling out, just chilling, enjoying himself, having mojitas and shit. Yeah. And then, it's, and then... I've only seen it the once. I need to go back. I was meant to watch it again when I was doing my Bondathon the other week. But um, No Time to Die wasn't on Amazon Prime anymore for some bloody reason. Didn't I? Um, I thought they added them all. So did I, but it's. I think that that was added on originally when it like came to streaming. Um, but I think that when they just added them all back on again, because like Goldeneye and all that, they're all leaving yeah. soon. I think. Um, so you can rent it or whatever, but I'm not too fussed about it. Um, but like that whole franchise is still built around him being this. Oh, thank God, Bond's here. He can go in and yeah. just one man army this whole thing. We'll send him to an island full of psychopaths, and he'll probably blow them all up. But he'll probably get what we need. So sure, I just don't see Harry Styles being. You could just put the weight of the world on him. He, no. he seems too young. I don't think you could just lean on his shoulder and never find anything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things though. It's like it's easy enough to say, "Well, I can't see him in the role. I can't see him doing this. I can't see him doing that." As soon as you see him. Like it'll it'll always be. It's the same with Casino Royale when that came out. People were like, ooh, boo, this bond, boo. Yeah. And then yeah. they saw the first trailer. They're like, oh, dang, this looks pretty good, actually. Well, I, it's I, not it, it's not just his portrayal. It's everything that's written around it as yeah, well. Like it, if it's a if it's a dying of a day, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Who's within the tuxedo? It's still going to be a bag of tits, isn't it? There's, I mean, like a, a lot of people don't like Dalton, and he hasn't got the best films. But I think Dalton's a good Bond in bad I movies. Agree. And I think if he was handled. With bed, with a better director, with a better ride, everything else, he he would have been very good, and that's potentially the case with this. Harry Styles could be Bond, um, but because he's wrote the movie, directed the movie, starred in the movie, whatever, it does it turns out to not be very good. But I've what I've seen him in, I do not rate him as an actor at all, and that's not just because I don't like him. There's a lot of people. I watched a. A handful of moments of um, mammals on Amazon Prime that I didn't know had James Corden in it, which is why I only watched a bit of it and then turned it off. I, I don't <laughs> know what that is. It I, I, again now I couldn't tell you what it's about because I haven't seen it enough, but it seemed fine. Um, but it's got James Corden, in, so I ain't gonna watch it. So, yeah. <laughs> but equally, there's, there's there's a lot of things that good actors are in that they're not very, they're just not good in it. So you're never going to know it's going to happen, but I can't see it being Styles. I can see it. the fact that um, Aaron Taylor Johnson has been called back and he's filmed the the, the barrel scene. That seems as as good as done. In my I'd eyes. be okay with that because I don't just mm. see him as like you know he's he's not just kick ass. He's not random soldier from Godzilla. No, he's crazy. You know, he's not. Oh god! Maybe they go. Let's cast him before that comes out, so everyone can just get past it very quickly. But again, he, he still does seem a little too well known, I, a little bit too big. I, I think in terms of names and stuff, he's one of the. He's getting more popular now, um, but of the people on the list, or at least the people that have been rumored, he seems to have that in between, where he's not. He's not as like 
big and hench as, as Daniel Craig was. I don't know, but, man. He's pretty fucking like in, but, again in um, in Bullet Train. He's pretty big. No, he, he he's jacked and he's very what's it? But but um, Craig was broad and he's athletic, six pack and everything else. And like, you can very clearly you could look at him and go, yeah, he can handle himself. But equally, you can see him as a bit of a ladies' man as well and a bit suave. Yeah, and he's got he's I, got I a very pretty that, face. Yeah. Um, and he, he he seems like he could do that that sh- double thing that we was on about with with Craig, um, and I think he would be a good choice. But he's uh, I look he's thirty three, and you could I still th- get another you could get another ten years of films. I think out you could, easy. but it depends yeah. what hold um, Sony have with him for the this Marvel universe that they're making. Well, presumably by this point they could have already finished it. Oh, no, not specifically Crave. I just mean like, is he going to oh. be bought into other things and he signed a contract to do another fifteen movies or whatever? I don't know if his agents got any sense. They'd be like, look, these DC things are a bit. <laughs> there's no, there's uh, not some... DC, sorry, these Sony ones. No, are a both bit. of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe they just said, let's just do the let's just do the one and see because like if yeah, they go, like you know, when he's kind of getting that kind of role, they're like. Look, I might be able to get you. Might be able to get your Bond interview <laughs> and actually play Bond. He'd be like, "Yeah, I don't want to do fucking. I don't want to do three Craven movies ever. Potentially be <laughs> be Bond instead. Are you yeah. kidding me?" I so I, I, no, no. I mean, it, even if it was like oh, MCU at its heyday, like you know that that could it could go up, it could go down. It's just it depends on you know what fads people are into. Yeah. Bond's been going for like sixty fucking years, man. Like that that's not going anywhere. It'll be bought out and it'll be broken down and there'll be problems and whatever, but that film will still come out. Yeah, we'll still have we'll still have Bond. And I mean mm. I, I, I watched Mission Impossible um last week. Uh, Dead Reckoning, part one, I forgot what it was called yeah. then. And I still stand by from maybe three, but definitely four onwards. Mission Impossible they haven't they haven't missed a beat. The Mission Possibles. No, I agree. I don't think I've had a. a I haven't sort of gone. Eh, it's all right. It's like, mm. oh wow, that was actually pretty. Yeah. Fucking hell. They've, yeah. Been, they've been real good. Like, and I know one and two are very different compared to the rest of the franchise. But at the time, one was fine. I liked two when it came out, even though I know it's not a very good film. <laughs> but it worked for that era, and it, it again, it's, it's that John Woo magic and everything else. It's just like. If you watch it now, it's just like, oh, <laughs> that's not good. But but if if you compare like if you compare Mission Impossible two to Mission Impossible four, yeah, like big jump. <laughs> they just they're totally different movies. Yeah, and and, and honestly, like th- this one's no no different. It's real fucking good, and but you can tell with the Craig films they've looked at Mission Impossible, they've looked at the Born. Uh, Born was a big factor, Legacy I think. and all that stuff, and yeah. The, it's very much different to Bond as, as we know it, and in a good way. And I don't... They, they either carry on that, so it's the same kind of feeling. Because, again, it, I, it, it, Ethan isn't... He's not James Bond. He gets fucking battered and stuff. But, obviously, he, he knows what he's doing. He's a smart and uh, resourceful... Uh, not, not necessarily spy, but... Ta- what is it? The Mission Impossible tagline thing, like espionage. They're like a, an intelligence agency. Yeah, um, 
and I can see them going for more of that with whoever they have next. So it's not it's not the big hulking tank of Craig, but it is a bit more not necessarily going back to Roger Moore, but may, maybe styling it a little bit closer to Mission Impossible rather but than if you, the Bourne films. If you just parallel them like that, though, like that's that's the only comparison that people are going to be. It's like you're just copying fucking Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, they, they need to do more than that, obviously. <laughs> but but that, that's that's why I think it would make sense, depending on who they have and how they think that they can sell that person doing a, mm. a particular. You know, are they a tank? Are they a spy? Are they a ladies man are they whatever um like that would i think who you get to play him would be a big factor in that as yeah. well like so if they go well we've got styles and we can do we can reboot the whole thing we can go back and do shoe gadgets and you know we give them a jetpack <laughs> that's you know shoe ridiculously gadget. sized and all that um but you know we, we couldn't do that in the modern day because he would just be you know he's going up against mercenary groups and drones and stuff like that yeah. and just there's no real, you know, but if you go back to the 60s where there's no security cameras and shit, you know, and all you got to do is just go, hey, baby, and just sort of just charm your way into the back room of a bank or whatever, and then bang, you can steal a thing. That would fit better for me, but I think you could have a happy middle ground without um, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, mm. where you could, again, maybe, because again, when you've got sort of like, you know, fucking quantum communication and drones and satellites and space stations... Even when they did space stations and stuff in like the Roger Moore movie, like yeah, Moonraker, Moonraker and stuff, like that whole thing was on a space station. Um, but there was still like you know he, he didn't just have a phone that you could just go bloop bloop open the door bloop bloop the car can fly now. It was still like you've got to have a b- ridiculous suit on, you got a yeah. jetpack up there, and you got a ridiculous laser gun. Um, but you know there was no like nanotech. It just you could grow a suit. Or, you know, oh, well, Q, Q Labs have just come up with this. You know, you just put this tie on and it will just turn into a wetsuit and a tactical <laughs> suit and a tuxedo and a dinner jacket and whatever, you know, jeans and T-shirts. So you can, like, you just tap your tie and just blend into your environment. Like, that, it just seems so... Because that that's the whole sort of, like, argument of, like, the sort of the newer Dan Craig bots. Yeah. It's just sort of like, well, the double O section is irrelevant because... You're sending a guy to go and do a thing. Well, we could just hack into their computers and bang, it's done. Yeah. And, you know, people don't get shot and there's not helicopters exploding in town centres and whatever. So the whole point of that was, like, we should be moving away from these kind of, like, you know, individual agents. And obviously, the like, M and whatever, their argument is, well, your drones are still, you know, they're, they're not, um, they, they need to know when to not pull a trigger as well as, yeah. when, as, well as when to do so. Um. So if you just took a step back from all of that and, you know, there's, there's there's still cool cars, but they'll be like classic cars and there's still gadgets, but they'll be, you know, it'll be like a, like a fax machine that can print out a message on your belt. And you're like, <laughs> oh no, got to get out of here quick to the, to the, the plane. Oh, there's no, just, there's no airports just everywhere. We've got to get to a main airport. We've got to. Nick a private need to get a taxi to the exactly airport. yeah you know you can't just sort of just you know jump on a thing and it will just fly you there you've got to you know think like think about a problem and you know it's actual spycraft that seems more interesting to me than just like a new nanotech satellite that can yeah. blah 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 it's like oh god really just another thing now that's just incomprehensible well, you have to look at the current markets this isn't going to be like a next year situation but Goddamn. Whatever the market is, I mean, like 
people are getting more because of stuff like Stranger Things and that. People are getting more into not necessarily eighties but r- retro stuff. So eventually, there might be a big um, there might be big interest in doing an older version of Bond. But I can't see it being so. If they did, for example, something similar to Moonraker, you wouldn't have all the bigs. They'd still make it as sleek and cool as possible. But are you a laser you know, pistol or something? Yeah, so. yeah. Um, and again, I would be fine with it. I'm just not fine with Harry Styles doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think you're probably right. I think that they go, he's a popular person, he's a draw, um, but he's not the right kind of person that we need associated hmm. to the project, maybe. It's bad and enough it he's Thanos' on, like, brother. What? It's bad enough he's Thanos' brother. Apparently so, yeah. Although that's never come back to anything. Well, nothing to do with the internal. I was saying they've just kind of just kind of like, mm, it's <laughs> yeah. about it. But it's canon, so <laughs> apparently, yeah. Um, I, I think that there's um, there's potential there if they if they did a whole reboot and he's like a, sort of like a, an Austin Powers kind of like a cool Shackadelli kind of Bond, you know, where he can just sleep his way through a problem um, rather than have to <laughs> bulldoze his way through it. <laughs> I mean, that works for both. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'd I'd like to see when we actually get a, a proper. Uh, like again, I think it would make more sense if they just went like Killian Murphy again. He's well known enough, but people, I think people would be excited about him. I think they'll be excited. Oh yeah, but that he, he'd be a good Bond. Yeah, he, again, age. I, I think he's he's got to be late thirties, hasn't he? Oh, older than that. I reckon. Yeah. So I th- again, I, I think he he's missed the, the mark for the age wise for what they're gonna want for a, for a Bond franchise. Yeah. Um, well, how old? Do you, I don't suppose you know how old Harry Styles is, do you? Twenty-eight. Something like that. Um, really? I, I don't think it's on this thing. Have a... Oh, sorry, Google. Are you going to keep on getting One Direction suggestions That's now? What's going to happen? He's 29. That's not too bad then. Because like, typically Bond is like, you know, he's a naval background, isn't he? He's a naval commander. So you can't be 23 and be Bond because you're like, we, you wouldn't have the military experience yeah. to get you to that point. Um, by twenty nine, that if you just left school and just went straight into the military, then yeah, I mean maybe. it's doable. I, I know, I know uh, people that came out of uh, the navy a little bit younger than that actually, but yeah. he doesn't look that age. And whereas, like no. again, just to bring him up again, but Aaron Taylor Johnson has got he's got a very pretty face, but he looks of a like a mature age at the mm-hmm. same time. Um, and, and I think I do think he, I think he's good enough actor. He's good enough action star, um, and I think he would fit the the bill. But I also like I don't think he would make a good Bond. But you know the opening of Kingsman, and you got the guy who I don't know what his name is, but he was in Coupling, that old British sitcom. He was also right. in Pirates of the Caribbean as well. Yeah, he's the like, uh, admiral or whatever. Yeah, like he he's in the opening of Kingsman as like your typical. Bond character, and I, I remember watching a time when I'm like, man, he might have made a good Bond. I don't think he would, but like, I'd rather yeah. have someone like that if we're going down that kind of route. What um, about like, um, what's his face from The Walking Dead? Uh, plays Rick. Like too old again, isn't he? At, at this point, probably yeah, yeah. But like, he's got he's got the right kind of face. I think, and, you know, I he's think got he the, could have made a good Bond. He's got the track record of just being a fucking nut job. I um, mean. When he was younger, it would have been better because 
in, in my knowledge of again, I don't, I, can't, I don't know what the 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 actor's name is, but so we're just going to call him Rick. But my knowledge of Rick's like filmography was Teachers. He was in Teachers, back and then in the, the day, yeah. and then The Walking Dead. <laughs> so in terms of like, wasn't he in? Uh, what's the Notting Hill? Wasn't he in that? I couldn't. Sorry. What's the what's the the Christmas one that was like got Hugh oh, Grant um Love Actually, not not Hill. Yeah, that's the Love one. I'm pretty actually. sure he's in that, isn't he? Yeah, never, I've never watched it, so I couldn't say. I've seen, I think I've seen clips of it, but I'm oh, fairly no, sure yeah. he's in that. He's, I, I've seen the clip like where they're opening the door. It's like a with big, Keira Knightley. big pivotal moment thing with the that he's got the cards, cards. on he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he's done a few well. big things. Yeah, but like, people would know him. I, but I think more people will know him because of Walking Dead. And Easy. I think if you snapped him up before that, he'd have, he's a good enough actor, but not massively well-known enough to where you could do, it's kind of like an up-and-comer, but not really. Mm. Um, but I, I think he, he could have been a good Bond. Yeah, um, but I say, it's, I, I still think they missed the, the mark not getting Cavill. I think Cavill would have been a really good Bond. Mm. Not now because he's as big as Superman, and that's too yeah. big. But like, and also he's been Superman, which means if you put him in a tuxedo, then it's like, oh, it's just Superman, but shooting people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think you'd be able to disassociate it that no, it, easily. It, it, it's when you see some like I can't think of someone off the top of my head, but there's a lot of actors who you, you you'll see him in something else, but you still associate them with the other thing. Yeah, and like David Tennant. Yeah. He's, like do- he's, done, he's Doctor Who. He's done Good Omens or whatever, and in, he's done a bunch of other stuff. But yeah, yeah he, you see him, you see Doctor Who, of yeah. course. Um, doesn't help some actors play everything the same. So like Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds, which mm. is weird because you associate him with himself no matter what the film Keanu is. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is, is an excellent uh, yeah. uh, one. But someone like Cavill, like when he was, I don't know if you ever watched it, but he was in a show called The Tudors, which was real good. It was like Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones, but it was based on Henry VIII. Um, very, very good. And he was in that. And back then, he wasn't this big fucking brick shit house that he, that he got to for Superman. But even then, I remember saying to Zoe, I was like, it'd be a real good Bond. Because he's, he's just got, got a good jaw. Hasn't yeah, he? he's just got that look about him. Um, and and I, I remember him showing interest, as did Hugh Jackman. Which I love Hugh Jackman, but he's not British. <laughs> no, and he's Wolverine. Yeah, I think if you this, become associated was, with the franchise, <laughs> like you, you just you kind of lose that edge. Yeah, yeah. I I think they had the same. Um, if I remember rightly, they were on the same audition day. Really? Yeah. That would be that would be a good day to be the casting director. But uh, when you but when you've got someone like Bond. Realistically, you can't make a bad choice because you'll have so much interest from like genuinely really good actors. Um, the, the only time you'll make a bad choice is if you pick Harry Styles. But end <laughs> up in Satan Stone yet, Callum? No, probably will be though, just to fucking piss me off. But um, and you know what would be the absolute kick in the bollocks for you as well, or the rope in the bollocks if we're staying on Bond tropes? <laughs> um, it will be an incredible Bond film as well, and you'll hate possibly. I'll You'll hate you, like, fuck's sake, this is the best one. And I'll I can't even know. fucking enjoy it. I'd, I'd rather watch Space Jam Legacy. <laughs> no, you don't. No, 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 you don't. <laughs> I, I can see it not happening 
for not a good reason at all, but a lot of people kicked off in, um, oh my God, pretty sure it's Sky, no, it's not Sky 4. The one when it's it's insinuated that he's bisexual. That's Skyfall. Yeah, it's not like, insinuated at all. Like Javier Bardem kind of just like runs his hand across his collar and he's like, "Oh, you know, well, what makes you think this is my first time?" Yeah, but that but that's all it is. That's that's where I was going with it. And there was such a fucking out like people kicking off about it. It's like it's not that big of a deal. And realistically, as as a spy trying to get information from people he probably has slept with men probably it's, it's that's it's not really a big job, deal really, isn't it but that's yeah. what i mean like there was so many people like that kicked off about that specific scene they're never going to accept harry styles <laughs> <laughs> too pretty he's he's not i i don't i wouldn't say pretty but he's not bond and it's very hard to explain what I mean from it without it sounding like. Um... Has there ever been a a, a a female like? There's always like a, a villain of the piece. You know, there's a Goldfinger or a Blofeld or whatever. Has there ever been a female villain to a Bond film? I mean, you've got like honestly, um, and I'm not talking stuff. sort of like. Your general sort of like henchman or whatever. That's what like, I mean. Like that's know. that's what Anatop would be. She'd be yeah. Henchman. Um, there's like yeah. um, what's the face? Fucking um, from the world is not enough. I think. Uh, with the the woman, she's got um. Uh, what's the what's that's the term called when you you fall in love with your captor and you've been kidnapped? Stockholm Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. Um, yeah, like the I can't remember her name now. Electra, I think. Electra King, that's it. Um, but it's the one where Robert Carlyle is technically the bad guy. I was gonna guy. say he's the bad guy in that. But it's kind of her because she's got Stockholm syndrome, but she's kind of manipulating him, like as a so like even if you killed off Robert Carlyle's bad guy, you, she'd still be pulling the strings. Hmm. But I don't think we've just had like a like a Jaws, you know, sort of like henchman that's like a. He, you know, like a big female that just comes in and just twats him or whatever. And we haven't really had like a, a female mastermind villain either. Not really. I mean, no, like they, they are kind of, even with um, Tomorrow Never Dies, it's more, even though she's pulling the strings, Robert Carlyle's the villain. World is not and, enough. Oh, World is not enough, sorry. He's the villain of the piece. And I know it. Mm. Because you, it doesn't go, you go, oh, Darth Vader's the, he's the bad guy in it. And then you see the Emperor and you go, fucking hell, this guy's yeah. fucking mental. Because you don't, you don't get that. I know that's very different villains, but like I say, if you kill Robert Carlyle off, you don't really feel that she's that big of a threat. Well, I mean, think of it like this, right? Whoever he has to have the big scrap with to, to, to kill them. Yeah. Um, or the most elaborate fight, should we say, to, to kill them. Um, like in your old school ones, anyway. Um, that's that's kind of who your, your main villain's going to be. You know, They're yeah. the ones that are going to get sucked out an airlock, or they're going to get a giant big ball of stone dropped on them or whatever. Mm. Whereas Electra, she just, he just shoots her. Yeah. He just shoot, she's in a bedroom, she's warning Robert Carlyle, and he goes, bang, it just kills her. And he's like, 
okay, well, she wasn't she wasn't in a mech suit or anything. She wasn't <laughs> doing a big crazy That's virus I mean, or whatever. She, she never f- get has that feeling of which, to be fair, could just be down to the the campiness of the movies. But but then think if if they went with I, honestly, I can't remember the actress's name, and I'm I'm disappointed that I don't. But um, the 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 new woman who's been cast as well, she was a double oh seven in yeah. No Time to Die. I would have rather that instead of them saying we'll do a, another hard reboot and we'll do whatever, just just go well, you've already got a 007, just call it 007 again. People kicked off. What? What are they? This is the thing, right? With the, with the bigots and the idiots, what are they more upset about? Is the fact that she's a woman or the fact that she's black? Both, I imagine. But that's the thing. You're like, well, blah, 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 blah. don't, it's get, just, yeah, don't it's get me wrong. I didn't like her, but I didn't think she, I didn't think she was a good actor. That's what I took away from it. Like the fact that she was black, the fact she was a woman, it was not even a, a, a point. It's if you want to have a female Bond, that's fine because you're just having a female 007. It's just the, the titles, all it is, and that's fine, but it needs to be someone that can carry the franchise. I reckon, you know, the, um, what's her name? Anna Diamas, the one who was like the, you, it was, she was exactly like, exactly what intelligence. I was going to say. Yeah. Like, she, she was like, is Bond. She wrecks all of those dudes, and yeah. she's like, it's my first mission. This yeah. is Woku. <laughs> but like, she, she had that MCU vibe to her, where it's like, it, it's a lovable scamp that's, <laughs> that can handle themselves. And <laughs> a lovable scamp who's a murderer. Yeah. yeah, I mean that. I mean, you gotta take the murder out. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but she was like, I I'd watch a whole franchise of her. She was very very good. And yeah, yeah, yeah. in most ways, she was more Bond than Bond was in terms of what Bond should be, mm. uh, not should be, but what Bond's been portrayed as in the past, rather. But well, if you if you think though, because then that way you could have rather than it, you know, just being a, a, a general male bond, uh, you, you know, womanizing, you could do all of that differently. So you could yeah. go, well, you know, she's just got to sleep with the. She'd have a significantly easier job than any bond would be. <laughs> I don't think they do that. I think they take that out. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah, she'd have. No, I think she'd cause... have a love interest, and she would seduce people, but it would be. Oh, we'll meet, you know, here's my key card for the hotel. I'll meet you there. While she while she's handing the card, she's pickpocketing the phone that they need to score all the information on. And she, but she, uh, okay. she wouldn't go up to the room. Whereas Bond's oh, like, no, nah, I've yeah. got time to do both. <laughs> 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 I'll shag you. And then in your completely unconscious, then I'll shoot completely, you. <laughs> I'll shoot you or put a pillow over your face. And then I'll take your key card for the, the lab or whatever. Yeah, but I, I... then you could have a, a, a female... Super villain, you know, and I'm not saying oh it's just Blofeld, but now it's a woman. But like you could just have a new like in what, what the fucking Incredibles two where it's like there's the the switch in that where mm. the sister that's the villain and you know she blames superheroes yeah. because of whatever, um, like something something like that you know just sort of someone who's been wronged by her intelligence agency, um, mm. you know he's, he's trying to get. Re- I was trying to think of another example where they did it, but Zootopia with the sheep. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, with the deputy mayor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but just something like that. But it's I don't just think, oh, I don't mean like, oh, it's just Jaws, but it's a woman now. No. Oh, it's just our job, but it's a woman now. You just go, well, no, you can just create a new character that just so happens to be a woman. Yeah. They could still be a nightmare. Like, look at the size of, what's her fucking face? Um, Gina Carraro. Yeah. Like, she's, she'd be a good henchman. Person. Not anymore. Um but no, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people would probably like to see her get shot a few times in the face. 
Have, well, have um, Harry Styles is the, is the person that gets shot. But that's the thing. You, you get your, you know, like your, it's a media, you know, some, it, it, like kind of the Tomorrow Never Dies kind of like, it's a villain. He's just a, he's a media guy and he's trying to start a war so he can sell papers or whatever. Yeah. That's more than, statistically, that's more than likely going to be a dude. So that way you could have her just kill a guy without everyone going like, oh, it's just a, uh, it's just a woman. It's just, uh, of course, the men are blah, blah, blah. Like, in every fucking Bond film, it's always the men that are the problem. It's never a woman yeah. that's a problem. I mean, they, they... Annoyingly, they've just been used as a, a, a sexual object, which is... They have, yeah. which is, a, again, but that was the... Again, not... not saying it's right it doesn't i know that, what you mean it doesn't justify it but no, it's a product of the times yeah that it's... that that's that was bond's things all the men want to be him and all the men, girls want to sleep with him or be mm. with him whatever the saying is um and i know that has been phased out over the years especially with the daniel craig ones where these it's mostly set about that one relationship i know obviously it does with a couple of others but which is a good it was a good one though like and it worked you felt that yeah you felt that thing between him and vesper and then it's just him like no woman could ever compare to that so he's just like i'll sleep with you sure but i don't really care if you get killed or whatever yeah it's just, it's just a, a get, get his rocks off and get the mission done and that's all it all it is which i suppose mm. is the same for all the bonds that's what they're all doing really yeah with the exception of um who got married that was lazenby lazenby yeah was it I'm Have sure it's that? Lazenby. It is Lazenby yeah. because there's that thing to say that um, they are the same person because Roger Moore visits the grave. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I was going to say... No, I, 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 I can see him doing it at some point, having a female bond. And again, I'm all for it as long as it's we get somebody like the, the, the agent from um, No Time to Die. Not the 007 that we got in that because she just wasn't good. She might be a good mm. actor in, in in other things, but she I didn't rate her in that at all. She was annoying. I'm, I'm trying to think of like um, I was watching something, um, not to, uh Indiana Jones, the new Indiana mm. Jones movie. There's um <clears throat> a female lead that's in that. I won't say anything about the film because I know you haven't Harrison watched Ford. it yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's him, yeah. <laughs> um, but she's. Um, sort of like uh, a parallel to him to some degree. You know, she's yeah. like, she's kind of like him. She's but, the one in the know. trailers, I assume, isn't she? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, but, you know, she can very much handle herself and you kind of feel that she can handle herself. Um, like, she was um, someone that you'd be like, oh, well, if you wanted to do like an Indiana Jones spin-off, like, I think she could probably do quite a good job of doing mm-hmm. that, you know, like going off on her own adventures or whatever. Um, but then, like, there's... Um, like some of the the women that have been in the boys, where they've just been absolute fucking nut jobs. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I could see like some of them coming in and doing like you know like a good spike because you know you need to be tough in order to do that kind of Bond level yeah. role. But you don't have to go. Oh, it's Jane Bond. You <laughs> just go. No, it's it's just if this is Double O Six. It's Mary Sue. She's got a Double O title, and she she's got the same job. As James Bond and the other yeah, she's agents, just <laughs> going off and doing other things. Yeah. You don't. It doesn't always just have to be around him. Although I probably, I say that I'd be a complete hypocrite. And if they said, "Oh, from the world of James Bond, 006, yeah. I'd be like, "Oh, fuck off!" If it's not well, 007, what's the point? Yeah, I mean, I I do agree with that, but like, there's no again. They they did it in a way in uh, No Time to Die where it's a, the t- they just gave the title to another agent. And well, that's it's another fine. number, yeah, and, and that's it is, fine. Yeah. It's no no issue. 
and not necessarily one I would choose, but like somebody like um, oh my god, Mystique, Jennifer Lawrence, Rebecca Romaine. No, Jennifer oh. Lawrence. <laughs> like she's in like Red Sparrow and stuff as well, mm. and she's far too big, and I don't think she would be a good female Bond, but it's that kind of caliber of uh, uh, of person. Um, but I, I again, I I don't I don't know what the the, the woman's name is, but the one that's in No Time to Die. Is I the, think it is Anna De- Diarmas. I think it is. She's excellent. Like genuinely yeah. very good. And I said it. I said it at the time. I'm pretty sure I said it on on the podcast when we did it. But I mean, I said it when we came out of the the cinema. I was like, she was a better Double O Seven than the, both the other Double O Sevens that were in the film. Um, yeah. But yeah, say so I'm, I'm, I've got, I've got no issues, and I know it doesn't come down to what we think, but I've got no qualms with whether Bond's black, whether it's a male, whether it's a female, as long as they're good. It's, it's all I want. And mm. there's something that hasn't been discussed up until now, really, is there's a lot of focus on who's the who the Bond's going to be, but there isn't anything about who the villain's going to be. So before we move on to the next thing, you can pick someone. Doesn't age and everything else is. I mean, they've got to be alive, but. Mm. Who do you think would make an excellent Bond villain, irrespective of whether it's a, a an old style Bond movie or a new style Bond movie? Just just I don't know, a good Bond villain, like the guy who was in Spectre, who played like the head of MI five. Yeah. He also played Moriarty in the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock. He's a really good bad guy. Mm. Like he's just he's just sort of like just on the edge of kind of being like, well, I don't really trust this guy, even though he's just being like perfectly pleasant or whatever. Yeah. And the the problem that they had with with that was because they cast someone who just played, well, not just, but you know, he's probably well most best known. Yeah. For being Moriarty, you're like, well, he was just a bad guy, so now he's sort of like, oh, MI six is useless, and you know, <laughs> MI five will do the job, and it's like. Are you just a bad guy? And then he was, and it's like, oh, I kind of that wasn't a spoiler. It wasn't yeah. as if they got like a, a Hugh Grant in or whatever, and then oh my god, he he, he was a turn, and yeah. you know he's not he's not the good guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so someone like him, I thought, if if he hadn't already done it and uh, been thrown off a building um, or thrown <laughs> through a building, should say, like, um, I I think he would be a really good uh, sort that's, of like that's a good that's a good. Uh, Bond villain, but again, again, if you're doing a recast, um, I think Pierce Brosnan's been asked if he wanted to to come back and do a villain. Um, I think at this point, I think he would be quite a good one, sort of like a I, a, a big landowner kind of. Yeah, you know, I like oil I like, I like him. I thought he was the best bit of Black Adam. I know he's not a villain, but yeah, yeah, he, I he get was, that. The, he was yeah. the best bit of the of the of the movie. But I I've. It won't happen, and I want to change it to somebody else, but I can't think of anyone else. So I'm, I'm right. going with Anthony Starr. Yeah, he has been in, good in terms of seen. just terrifying, like to the without really doing any. I don't think he's acting for a lot of it. <laughs> 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 well, it's, do you think though that that all stems from the fact that because he's Homelander and he's untouchable? No, because he's like, like he's like it in Banshee as well. <laughs> Oh, he's just he just carries off. He just goods. he just seems to be because I mean he's he's the hero in Banshee, but it's like mm. he still murders the shit out of people. <laughs> he just seems unhinged. 
Yeah. Um, what about um, Dominic Cooper? I reckon he'd be pretty good. From uh, Preacher. From Preacher and the uh, the SAS thing, like he's yeah, and Warcraft. He'd be. I mean, uh, but <laughs> I I like him as an actor. I think he'd be. I think he'd be a good one. Same as like someone like David Tennant. I think David Tennant would be a good. Maybe not up there, but I think he'd be a good. Like I thought, I thought he was real good in Jessica Jones. Yeah, he was very good in that, and I think that could have been his first like villain, um, portrayal. Maybe I don't, I don't well, know. It's, you could get like a, a you could get one of the Scars guards. Like they're doing loads of like random things at the moment, and for the most part, I haven't seen one of them do a bad performance. I mean, like, what's the? Is it Alexander Skarsgård? Is the big, the big one? Yeah, he's a he's a big name. Like he's in like it and stuff. No, 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 no. That's Is that the other um, one? That's I don't know. That's not the one I'm thinking of. I'm I'm thinking of the one from the Norseman rather than the fellow who's in like John Wick and it. Yeah, I'm thinking of the guy from John Wick and it. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, um, I can't I can't remember which way around they are, but that would also depend on the type of villain. Yeah. So if it's sort of like a, you know, behind the scenes, he's the one sort of like pulling the strings and he's a blowfeldy kind of whatever, then the guy from It mm. um, and like the from, from John Wick. But if it's a, uh, like a a gang leader, like a, you know, a big, like, you know, like in um, Gotham, Inspector with <laughs> um, Dave Bautista when he comes in, he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to just take over this guy's job or whatever. And he just kills him. Then the other one. The other one. Then he'd yeah. be the the more in, imposing actual threat rather than like you know ah I've been pulling the strings all along or whatever it's, it's or both of them that one is the henchman the other one is the the mastermind that works because you I mean because you, you you need you need that person who's like you've got your your kind of like the master of the whole thing but you've always got like that's number the number two and it's typically the big henchman person or henchwoman um, or the so with works. the crazy ability or whatever yeah yeah so whether, whether it's like fucking on the top or jaws or whoever like that'd work and i think i think they'd be very good actually i, I wouldn't have thought of them wouldn't a little have family them. team up maybe mm. yeah but they, i i think a lot of the times the villains are sometimes more interesting than whoever is going to play bond like, I'd be, be really honest. annoyed if we get Styles and then we get them two as the villains like, what a fucking waste <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more like it depends on like whether they're going like because obviously the older films didn't really have much ties to each other, whereas like and, and to be fair, the Craig ones didn't really either. Like you'd have your reoccurring characters or whatever, but there was never like, oh my god, remember that thing that in two films ago that we did? Well, now it's coming back to haunt us. I think it's more just whereas... implied, isn't it, that that happened and then the next one happens and the the stuff that's already happened is still part of the thing. Like with the exception yeah. of the end of Casino. Is meant to tie directly into um, Quantum of Solace. Well, it is, yeah. Uh, but like uh, uh, this Sunday movies, yet again, um, they pointed out that he's got a completely different suit on. Well, maybe he's just <laughs> got a car that can change his suits. How about but no, that? But no, but that's what I mean. So whilst they don't reference it, it's like previously on James Bond. Previously on James Bond's previous suit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But I mean, it doesn't directly reference. Um, no, Casino Royale, but, but it's like fifteen minutes after, isn't it? it, it well, yeah, it's, it's like he's literally in the boot after yeah. he's just shot him in the knee. Yeah. Like th- those whole films, though, the, like that's building up to Spectre, and then uh, No Time to Die is kind of 
the first one that doesn't really tie into that as much. Because mm. like the other ones, like it's it's Blofeld and the Shifra and Silver and all of everyone has been tied up in his big master plan. Yeah. And then No Time to Die was like a new thing after that. And then they killed him. So even if you wanted to, you couldn't go, oh, it's just the same Bond. No, it's not. There was a direct like cruise <laughs> missile strike on that island. He He's had, 100% dead. He had that tie on that could change your suit and stuff, and it turned into a... Uh, he could just what absorb all the... the Hugh Branch from the future came back in time and zapped him through, yeah. and then it's it's James Bond 2099 or whatever. <laughs> we got to get that. Right. If we're not getting James Bond Junior, we're getting James Bond Future. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in his nanotech armor or whatever. He's got to fight Blofeld on his death mecha Blofeld giant cat robot. I mean, give it to uh, Ali Sankard who did um, Captain Laserhawk and stuff, and I'd probably watch that done because <laughs> that would be amazing. It's like James right. Bond with his fucking cyber enhanced cheetah and. Like... Yeah, well, That'd he's well got—he's just got—he's got a nano suit that incorporates every gadget that we've seen so far. He's yeah. got a laser; he can breathe underwater. He's—he can make a crocodile that comes out of his face, <laughs> so he can. That's one of the Sean Connery oh, ones, yeah. I think. He's got like a rubber crocodile head on. Um, he's got a jetpack and all that sort of stuff, and a—you know—he can pour martinis at will. That—I mean—that—that's a given. <laughs> no point having all the rest if you can't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, take the gun out of it. Make sure there's a drinks dispenser in there. <laughs> but yeah, he wouldn't even need a gun, would he? He'd just be like a T one thousand. Not with that, just not sort with of like just suit, create no. knives and just <laughs> stab people to death. It'd just be like we need this um, this key that it's it's in the bottom of the ocean in this secret under underground. Well, it is underground because go go bond magnet. Got it. Can I not just use the suit? And then he turns his finger into the key and he's like, done. And it's just Exa- like, that's, credits go But up. that's exactly <laughs> my point, though. It's like all the sort of like the intricacies. There's some really good, I think it's, on, it's either on Variety or GQ maybe, but there's some really good YouTube videos with someone who used to be like the head of CIA, hmm. um, like operatives or something like that. Or like, she was basically like chief, uh, like disguise maker. Oh, like, right. So it's kind of like actual Q branch for yeah. like, um, for spies for in the sort of 60s and 70s or whatever. Um, and obviously, there's not lasers and whatever, or at least not that they confirm. Uh, but you know, it was like it was like wigs, and it was quick change outfits, and there was like things that had like things hidden within them. Like yeah. so, it was like you know, it was a button that was a compass, but there was also a thing that came out of it. So there was like a bunch of stuff like that. But when you give someone, oh, we've got this brand new nano glove, and it can scan every scanner, yeah. and it can pick every lock, and it's got a laser in this finger, and it's Viagra in this one in case you're you know, <laughs> suffering. You get you get whipped in the bollocks too many times and you can't get it up, so you can just go and then bang, <laughs> there you go, back to spy work. But I don't, I don't want that. I yeah. don't want like the every glove, like even in like remember in Mass Effect where they just had Omni Gel that you could just break it into a lock. You can use it to blow stuff up. You can do whatever you want with it, and then they just went, oh, it's just it's too easy. Just having like a universal thing that can just fix every problem. That's the problem with that kind of stuff. And that, again, that was one of the worst things about iron man in the mcu and as it progressed it went from being a a cool suit to just being a thing that can do everything and yeah. that's i mean that kind of works for tony stark i guess but for Bond, it makes sense because otherwise he he's got one nano suit that can do everything or he's got 500 suits that go right well this one can lift really heavy things this one can swim underwater this one can do this this one can do this but like i like the idea that like in, in a bond film instead of you know 
oh, we, we've got 20 minutes before the, the, the computer cycle ends and, you know, the satellite picks up and blah, 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 to, oh, shit, I tripped over and I dropped the thing in the water. Yeah. Well, we haven't got another one, <laughs> so we've just got to improvise. Like, that, that is... I like that. Yeah, I, I kind of prefer that, where it's just, rather than just having a one thing fix all, uh, fixes all. It's that believable uh, nature, though, and a lot of people complained that Craig had very few gadgets, but... I, I agree. Like th- there wasn't enough, um, and like even like the 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 uh, the Brosnan gadgets weren't they weren't crazy. Again, it wasn't like you know you had to. I mean, he had a. Again, the more films that went on, the sort of the worse. weirder they got. Yeah. Um, but you know, like a cloaking device for your car that for a that, spy that kind of seems perfect. It does, but, but again, it's it's takes out all the. You don't have to do anything. And I know they but exist the, within the, mirrors. Like you can get Yeah, um, for sure. Th- there is but cars that sh- have got it. There but. should be limitations to that. You can't just have yeah. a, you, this car can just turn perfectly invisible. No. You'd be like, well you can kind of it can camouflage very well. So if you're on a flat surface like snow, if you're yeah. by a bush, it can mirror that and that's fine. But as soon as you move, it's gonna just stop working. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you know, it, it's only got a, a specific amount of time because it's killing the car battery. You leave it on for ten minutes, but your car's not going to start. Yeah, you can literally like use that. it for like hold up as they drive past because they can't see you, and then it, yeah, it's sure, turned, it's it's off now because because like otherwise, <laughs> just turn it on and just don't turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> surely you wouldn't want to be seen well, at all. That's but you're a spy, right? <laughs> that, that, that's the kind of gadget. Because why doesn't he go? Well, can, you don't just make me a suit like a cloak. I could put right. it over my head. If you could, if you can make a car that that can cloak, you can just give me like like remember in Mission Impossible, um, Mission Impossible Four, I think it is, where they have to use that thing to go down a hallway. Yeah, the Kremlin. Yeah, yeah. So they're breaking into the Kremlin, and they've got this ridiculous screen, and it's this thing that tracks this guy's eye movement. But it's it's a great little gadget. Yeah. But then as soon as someone else comes in, it just goes, it falls Box. apart because it can't yeah. deal with it. Like it's a great gadget that's not impervious to every potential situation whereas if it was like a nano wall well it would just be that but it would just keep on moving forward and more exactly. moving forward but the perspective would change and it yeah. just there's it, no getting it, around it, it. The you know, there's no problem it. yeah um, like i like a, a gadget that's way too advanced that will fall apart immediately because yeah. you introduce one variable that they weren't expecting or something like that. that that's typically the thing for um mission impossible though where they will go here's this really cool fucking thing that's just going to make the mission dead easy now nah, it's broke <laughs> like you're gonna have. Here's to... some gloves that will stick you to the side of yeah. the. Oh, that one doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and but that's why I really like the Impossible tension. film. Yeah, it, it, and w- without that, I'm not saying they'd be bad films, but that that tension makes a lot of the movie. And with Bond, what I liked about the the Craig ones, I mean, in um, Casino, he's got the defib in the car. That seems quite a realistic thing. Like, makes people, sense. People yeah. have first aid kits in their cars. So it's not unrealistic for a spy to have a defib in there. That, yeah. That's fine. Um, and you punch someone so hard that their heart stopped, and you need to get them back to base to whatever. We'll just yeah. restart their heart and bang exactly. up again. Um, I mean, it's unrealistic the fact that he nearly did it all himself. But like, <laughs> but like the fact that the leads can come out—that's yeah. a stupid idea. Yeah. What a terrible design flaw. But presumably, Tension. these weren't designed to be an operative using this on himself it would be, no, this... be using it to save someone or whatever. exactly um but again it adds that tension to it and you the you the viewer is like holy shit <laughs> he might die yeah yeah yeah. obviously spoiler for 
Casino Royale doesn't. But... <laughs> 20 years old now, yeah. <laughs> um, but I get that. I can say that's why I like the, um, the, the Mission Impossible movies because whilst they do have ridiculous technology to do these kind of missions, 98% of them fail before they can yeah. use it. And they have need to, to print a new face off. Oh, the machine's broken. Yeah. Well, okay. Now we can't break in the way that we wanted to. We've got to improvise and you know think yeah. of a, a new strategy. Brilliant. And 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 because it isn't that perfect plan, the odds are something's going to go wrong, which leads to more tension and more like, well, good action scenes more than anything else. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, enough about that though, Dan, uh, because the Madam Web trailer was out today. Yeah. Um, Sony Pictures released the first trailer, um, and I'll be honest, it, it looks like a live-action Spider-Man movie. Kinda. Ish. <laughs> Which is not necessarily a bad thing, um, but I don't think we're going to be getting Spider-Verse levels of quality. No. <laughs> um, but one thing that is the biggest question that I've got is that is this Madam Web. Um, also, I thought that Madam Web existed outside of time and has just always been there. No, well, no, because she she creates the, like the, the I forgot what it's called now. The web, not the web, the internet. She made the internet. No, no way. I because she's also in a wheelchair. She doesn't seem to be in a wheelchair in this. That's what I mean. And she's dead old. Yeah, but again, this we don't know when particularly this is set. I'm assuming mm. it's reasonably present day because it they look like they've got modern technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. So is this like is this the the same Madam Web that would be within all of the Spider-Mans ever. I would assume so. I'd assume so. Um, so it's an origin story for someone who's barely a background character. Yeah, I mean, no, no, like shit. Madam Web plays a big part in a lot of the big Spider-Man stories. No, I don't. I don't mean in the comics because again, oh, like no one, one. Yeah, but like we've not really seen anything of the the sort of the like the Web of Time or whatever it's called. Um. But we've seen sort of like, you know, in Spider-Verse, obviously we've seen it quite a bit where they're sort of like falling through a thing and it's just yeah. webs everywhere. Presumably that's what that's alluding to. Um, but does that mean that she's then in control? So she's now the the multi-dimension. So instead of it being like a Doctor Strange, I can just portal to any dimension or whatever. She's now the same thing for that Sony-verse well, instead, maybe? There was a, a big thing for which, to be fair, does lead into one of the characters in that's shown up in this. But Ezekiel, who's in this, he's... He's got the same powers as Spider-Man without the webs. He's got, yeah. He's got so sp- yeah, we've seen him jumping around a bit, yeah. but there's no swinging. Yeah. Um, but he's never wore a Spider-Man suit before, so that's new to this. Mm. Might not even be him. I assume it is him. Then. Um, but he he gets his powers from uh, like a, a spider totem, and he, I won't say he's a bad guy. I'd say he's mostly a good guy. But he spends a lot of time finding all the spider spider totems, so people would. Spider powers and warning them because you've got like these fucking vampire people. Um, and that's what she ends up doing. So I assume she's gonna, for the most of this film, she's gonna go, This guy's a fucking villain. We're gonna stop him. But it's gonna turn out they're gonna have to work together. That's what I right, assume. Okay. Um, I think Dakota Johnson's a reasonably good choice to lead the movie. And I found out, um, after this. Whilst originally this was being written by everyone's favourite Morbius screenwriters, um, that's since not the case, and it's the uh, person that penned Jessica Jones. Season oh, okay. One. So now so I stands, feel a little bit it better. It stands a chance, yeah. yeah. Um, I think in terms of 
the Sony Marvel Universe, this looks to be the best one. However, I remember saying the same thing when we got that first view of Venom. There was nothing else. It was just him when he's holding that guy up in the alleyway. I was like, that looks like a good Venom. This could be the one. It was not the one, Dan. <laughs> but he still looks good. Yeah, visually, I think he, I think he's a good, a good take on Venom. Well, we saw because um, I do you know who these four girls are that she's found. Uh, I'm assuming... one of them puts on the I can't remember the name of the exact Spider Woman that it is, but it's she's got the it's like a sort of like a black and gold suit. She's got the big afro. Um, I can't remember which. I think it's just Spider Woman. Yeah, and just some dimensional version of her. And I assume we're probably going to get Silk in there as well but i couldn't tell from. oh yeah i did okay, i did yeah. watch it on my phone as well so <laughs> some of it is i might need to watch again um but they look all of the costumes look familiar so at mm. least they could be comic accurate at least but i do need, so, I need do to you reckon that those are all spider women then to some i'm going degree. to assume that like like i was saying with the like the, the totems these are yeah, all yeah. going to have some form of spider powers so how I mean, do you reckon? Because like the the whole thing in like Spider Man Across the Spider Verse was like you know, um, what's his name, Oscar Isaac's yeah. um, vampire spider, Miguel O'Hara. Yeah, there you go. So got like, there in the end. He was obviously like finding other people across the Spider Verse. Um, like, do you reckon that she's going to be doing that same thing? So she's going to be finding like the live action Spider People. So not like your Maguire's and yeah, your yeah, yeah. Um, upcomers, your Garfields or whatever, but or not even upcomers. Just sort of like you know, oh, here's a he's a different Spider Person. Here's a different one. Here's a different one. Here's a different one. Maybe there will be some like, you know, they'll get fucking Danny Glover to come back hmm. and just be like, yeah, you can just be in another box. And be like, yeah, they caught me again. <laughs> like just do just I'm like a thing like that, <laughs> which connects like the Spider Verse thing and then this Madden Web thing. Like, do you reckon that they're going to be the same? I mean, potentially. I've got because I've got a feeling with these particular this this group that because they're very they're leaning very he- heavily to this clairvoyant uh, power like ability that she's got and I, I'm pretty sure she can't see directly into the future she can but she can pertain to events that might happen and in this I've got a feeling that these haven't got spider powers yet but she knows that they're going to get them but then that would tie into the Miguel's thing of like if you you know there are people within each universe that have yeah. to become a spider person. And if they don't, the universe collapses. Yeah. So do you reckon that she's just like a witness to someone getting a spider power? Or do you reckon that she she will be like a, a what's the, the thing, like a, the central point, like connecting like yeah, yeah, whole yeah. spider yeah. universe or whatever. So like she's always there. She's always has to be a part of... I don't know. Well, I don't know what they what, do with that's it. What, that's what they did in like the old 90s cartoon. There was a... There's a fucking hell. It felt like about 40 episodes like the saga did of like, mm. the Madam Web uh, story. And in that, she was saying that she's connected to... Every person who gets spider powers is connected to her and it's all connected by the web. Because she had that big web throne and everything yeah, else. Yeah, I, that I remember, the web throne. She's yeah, also yeah. blind. Yeah. <laughs> she had the big massive but, sunglasses. Yeah, you could just blind her in this at the end. So just, she's... Yeah, I mean, obviously something's going to happen because she's walking around in this and she's in a wheelchair in the in the cartoon in the, the comics. So she might also go blind as well. Might be a real bad day. <laughs> like, but um... she just has one bad fight or, you know, 
could be anything. I mean, yeah. it, it it could even be down to a lot of this is. No, that wouldn't work. I was going to say maybe a lot of it's happening, and stuff's already happened, and she's replaying things to see what could have happened differently. Uh, okay, but yeah. that that wouldn't make that'd be a real confusing movie. So, but is she? Because obviously, she that one person can't be in every particular universe. So, are, are we saying that she exists? So she's seeing through her own eyes in like a different universe. So it's like she's seeing her own body with someone in, else interacting with another. In this, it looks like she's in that world and they're all in it together. That's what it looks but like. But that's that's this. what I mean. Does that mean? But then that means that either she's pulling them through a, a dimension or whatever. Um, or a different timeline, um, or she's just happening to interact with four people within the same universe and timeline. Yeah. That all, maybe all of them get spider powers, with um, another person who's already a spider. Who's already person. got it. <laughs> which seems odd. Which means that's what I mean. Like, would she have to like, would she be like body jumping between universes, and she's sort of like remembering all of her memories? That's a potential one. That that would work if they did it that way. I, I'm definitely more interested to go, right, let's get some more spider people on screen yeah. at the same time. Like, you work great in No Way Home, like, across the Spider-Verse, and Enter the Spider-Verse has obviously had multiple spider people, and that's all been received really, really well. Yeah. Like, the weirder, the wackier, the better. So, but it does seem that, like, one of them, I don't know which one it is, has got the iron spider arms in their costume. Look, but again, that's a similar thing to, so... um there's a there's a handful of other spider people that have got the arms. Uh, I mean, but does that if they're tying it all together though? Does that mean that they've seen Tom Holland's Spider Man with his iron spider suit and gone, oh, I can build some spider arms as well. That'd be so, good. Or is it just by complete coincidence that it's someone else with engineering abilities who's managed to make? Potentially, arms? it could just be that particular iteration where they've gone. Uh, this person is the Spider Man and Tony Stark of that universe, and they've made it that way. Mm. Like superior spider-man obviously he doesn't exist in the mcu or the sony universe but superior spider-man yet is i mean i want he's my favorite but i don't because want because it's to. dark Ock. yeah because it's cool like it's a, yeah it's a, i mean the way it happens is ridiculous but i as a spider-man he does a good job and yeah. it's and it's a good character arc for, for octavius but obviously the reason he has it is because of his octopus arms hmm. and it's a better version of the iron well, spider doesn't, uh, doesn't... Uh, doppelganger have eight arms as well. Well, eight limbs. Eight limbs, yeah. Because then you've got you got like Man Spider as well. He's also got. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, technically, so the, yeah. So anyway, it's one of the clones, got... wasn't it? Like from the Clone Saga. Riley. He he ends up getting extra limbs. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but that's what I mean. Get get some people with with four arms. Like get the Sony Spider Man. Get. They... Like do that in live action if you want to. They do appear to be doing a. This is your female Spider cast. That's what it seems to be from the trailers, where you've got Madam Web and then you got you've got your team of Spider Misfits, um, and then this random, supposedly evil Spider Man jumping around, doing stuff. But I'd say get your fucking. You remember the Doc Ock from Enter the Spider Verse, like yeah. uh, Livia Octavia. What? She's one of the best ones. Full, full on Ghostbusters, it. And just <laughs> replace everyone. <laughs> like, yeah, why not? I mean, I like her. I think she was a good because um, she was still Doc Ock. Yeah, like she was a, still a fucking maniac. Yeah, but like those arms, like those like 
like wibbly like silicon arms or whatever. I don't know how that would work in live action. I'd, I'd say it would like, work better than visually. like mechanical arms. You reckon? I think it'd look a yeah, bit Yeah, I goofy. think so. No, I, I think because like if they can like if they're malleable, if you can like move them and use them as hands rather than so like rather than just big pointy claws that you can just sort of stab people with, like if they're something that you can use to control and manipulate items with, suppose it seems more like then it would be like a scientific instrument, like something to help with science rather than just I built these to kill people. Does that mean like they could do the because in the um, like you were saying for the whether she's on this whether she's here or or what. That would be a good way of bringing someone like the. What was her name? What was Doc Ock's name in it? Liv. It Liv. Um, Olivia. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could bring someone into it if it is going to be jumping through universes. She finds a way across. Um, because like Madame Web, she can do that astral plane, I think, where she can like project herself elsewhere. So, mm. if she is tampering with pulling people spider totems from other worlds nothing to say that villains don't get through as well and it would be an interesting one to do but i do i i, I do think the like the metal arms are dead imposing like scarily so rather than yeah. the weird jelly looking but if you think of it like um so it, you know say if she's working for an octavius or like you know that particular spider person and like she's seen the designs of, you know, oh, mm. this is how that those mechanical arms work, and they are actually quite useful. You know, yeah. before they turn into a maniac, you know, they were dead useful for like extra tasks or whatever. I'll build my own spider ones, and then mm -hmm. I've got my own spider suit rather than it just being, oh, there's a spider man. It's got eight arms yeah. because of the mechanic. I'll do that as well, like because then it's based on a villain that they've worked for or yeah. with, rather than or you know they've gone. Yeah. I've got the shit kicked out of me by that Doctor Octopus. But if I had four of my own arms that could occupy those four arms, yeah. then I could just punch them in the face. Yeah, and that makes sense. Mm. Makes sense because that was a, a thing for like MCU uh, Tom Holland um, Iron Spider outfit, which I still don't think is the Iron Spider outfit. But that outfit, there was no reason to put the arms in. No, um, it wasn't like there was a yeah. He, he needed extra support or help to do no. a thing. It was just. People would go, oh no way, that's that thing from that yeah. thing that I like. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, the way that he used it, it did make sense because he, obviously he was lifting, like lift. He lifted a car up and then helped them out with with his two hands. But he could also hold it up with one hand and get them <laughs> because. But you've got extra room if, some, if someone's trying to punch you at the same time yeah. as well. You've got no arms left. Yeah. And it pays off because, like, again, in like, um, um, Endgame. When uh, no, is it in... yeah yeah end, end game when he, he he goes into he finally turns on uh, is it death? oh insta kill insta mode. kill and he's just like, just stabbing aliens stabbing them all because it's fine because it's aliens yeah they don't count it's not murder then is it but yeah I mean it looks but I do need to watch the trailer because like I say I just watched it you sent me a message says a madam madam web trailer so I was just like meh wasn't overly fussed and I know finished and i was like hmm I'm, I'm more interested. i'm more excited for that than i would be for craven a hundred percent yeah and for a, a morbius 2 and a venom 3 or you know whatever else I'm, this one i'm just sort of like oh the you know maybe the the potential for new unknown spider people yeah. that that would be a, an interesting thing um but that's not to say that 
this is going to be the the Sony vs. Avengers film. No, nowhere near. It's it's an odd one to have. Like I would have introduced Madame Web as a secondary character to another person's film, lead on yeah. to it that way because there's a lot. Presumably of from something like Spider Verse, yeah, where yeah. Miles bumps into her or something like that, yeah. or she's just like, "You shouldn't be here." Yeah, blah 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 blah. Um, there's a yeah, there's a very big possibility it's going to be dog shit because it's made by the same people that made every other uh, Marvel Sony film. But just from the one trailer we've had, I'm not overly happy with it. Like I say, like it, they seem to have given Ezekiel uh, like precognitive powers, and he's got a spider sense, but he can't see the future. It works exactly the same as Spider-Man's. So if someone's going to hit him from behind, it'll sense it and he can dodge. But this seems to be there saying that he can he can see the future. Mm, that could and just I, be the way that the trailer's edited. It, though. That's what I mean. It, it, hopefully, yeah. they're just going... Because she's seeing things and then obviously she's going back to prevent that from happening, to try and change. I assume she's going, yeah, he, he avoided that hit, so he must have the same abilities I've got. That's why I'm, I'm hoping, anyway. Um, made him a lot younger as well. He was like a much older gentleman in in the comics, but could be fine. Could be fine. Mm. Obviously, we'll, we'll wait out till there's more. Um, but in terms of news, Dan, that's all I've got. Um, oh, what if season two? Sure. I'll tell you what, Callum. <laughs> we'll talk about it when it comes out. Yes. Yeah. Next month. It's yeah. It's it's not really worth going into again I, I don't really it was kind of the beginning of the end for a lot of their sort of mcu stuff at the moment i was just sort of like oh that was way more disappointing than i thought i was going to yeah. be it's not to say that it was bad but it's just that they they kind of had free reign to go what if they just did this what if this person exploded what if the planet was never born what would happen then they, like they just they had like a, a free reign to kind of just do whatever and they just it's like they're trying to create another little universe within its own universe that if they wanted to, they could pull stuff from. And it's just like, no, just that's your one thing to be like, well, what if Bruce Banner, he did his gamma experiment and it killed him because obviously it would have done. Well, then you didn't have a Hulk. Well, then you still got your Avengers. Oh, no, but there's no Hulk to do whatever. Like, you know, you kind of you just take one little element out and then see what branches out from yeah. it. And other than they, they, them replacing to the MCU, that's the problem. Yeah, and that's the thing they should they shouldn't have just kept, they should have just kept it as its own separate. It's like here's a character, Winter Soldier, but he he was killed when he fell off that train in yeah. Captain America, so the Winter Soldier was never born. Uh, sorry, it was never created. But Natasha, she was taken from her Black Widow training. She was turned into the Winter Soldier instead, and then Captain America has to fight Black Widow and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like just create an entirely new narrative out of it rather than just something. And I just I never really got the sense that it was anything super weird like other than like vision just cutting thanos in half and like t'challa being star lord and like yeah. taking him in as a guardian or whatever like that's great like that's more of that like where it's just sort of like instead of it being this person it's this person and how does that change the world but even that was too like I, that was one of the better episodes like the marvel zombie one was was good um but then like ultron going on after the the, the keeper and stuff and it's just like other than it being quite what the watches are other than it being like quite nicely animated i didn't think a lot of mm. most of the episodes but 
I think if they'd have just gone like like nothing to do with the MCU, there's going to have sim like some of the characters are going to be the same because you've got Captain America, you've got Iron Man, and stuff. But get get more Spider-Man stuff in there, get Punisher stuff in there, get the X-Men in there because it doesn't yeah. matter because none of it's connected to anything. And they yeah. could, they they could have done so much with it, and they didn't. What if the Fantastic Four had gotten together to save New York instead of the Avengers? Yeah. What what if Loki won? Yeah. And, it should and, just be its own self-contained little episode yeah. of just sort of like it's it doesn't tie into anything else. It's just the same events that you've already seen from like you just say you just go sure we'll just fuck it we'll just do one from every big movie one from the original Avengers one from Age of Ultron one from Endgame whatever but we'll just change an element and how would that have played out if, if exactly. that happened? Yeah, that'd be way better. Yeah, so I'm not super. I'm going to watch it, obviously, and especially with them doing one a day. I love that. This, yeah, the, this nine over nine days every mm. ev- every day for nine days is a much better uh, thing than going. Well, I suppose I'll wait till next Friday and <laughs> try and remember yeah, maybe to this watch one will be it. Better. Um, yeah. And I think I like it more. And uh, like we, we said before, we're going to go back and watch season one again. Definitely, in, yeah. W- in one go, and it might maybe that might, will... might enjoy it more. Mind yeah, yeah. I might do rather than do it with one go. I might do one a day. Oh, so you can kind of well, if you do if you do it one a day, and then the next day is the first episode of this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Then you could just watch them all in one big stream and see yeah. if that makes any difference. That's that. Then I've got eighteen episodes to watch. <laughs> exactly. That sounds way better than nine. <laughs> uh, but let's say we'll give it a go. Say it's I've seen worse shows. It's not, yeah. It's by by all means, it is not the worst thing that they've no. made, and it it wasn't that I didn't. I think it's probably my own fault. Like I thought that, oh, this is going to be. Well, what if the Punisher was Captain America instead of Captain America, and the Avengers, you know, they're all a bunch of fucking psychopaths instead. That's but what it they, they, it, But that's that's what I wanted it to be, and that's not what it was. So that's not that's that's my own fault for no, that's their too fault much of it. because that's what the comics was. <laughs> In yeah. the comics, we didn't go. Oh man, I've just I've just watched the uh, the brand new Iron Man one movie. Oh man, I wonder if if this thing happened, like how would that have played out? Oh look, it's a comic of that. No, it's none of that shit. It was just, oh man, imagine if um, Peter Parker was the Punisher, but he had Spider Man's powers. We'll do that. Oh, imagine if fucking Wolverine just went on a fucking rampage and just slaughtered everyone. Yeah, let's do that because it doesn't <laughs> matter. Because the, the reason they did it in the comics, I, I know a lot of the time it was because it was a lull and they haven't got a lot going on and it's a easy, nice, cheap, easy way to boost the y- your sales. But yeah, dude, just do that. Captain America's just decided, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to work for Hydra now. Fuck it. I'll do that. I know that one didn't happen. But <laughs> mm. <laughs> right, just something that you can do it because it doesn't matter because there's no repercussions because it's not Oh, that contradicts this, and if you do that, then this can't be because it doesn't matter because it's a one and done yeah, yeah. story. And that's all it had to be, and they could have done every. They could have used Ghost Rider, Red Hulk, Blade, X Men, the Y Men. Could have used everyone. But if you like, with one of the things that was in this trailer was like everyone had like their own little. Uh, you said Mario Kart, which mm. is kind of it's. It seems to be that same thing. So it looks like instead of it being like, so the conquest of champions, I assume is probably what it's going to be. Um, uh, or the contest of champions, sorry. Um, but you know, like in the mobile game. <laughs> no, that's that's conquest. Yeah. And in 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 Ragnarok, where they have you know the big the big fighting big fight. arena, and, and so instead of them going, oh, it's uh, 
it's a big poncho. Instead, it's like, it's a cool race. Hmm. So, like, you've got Valkyrie's there, and she's got, like, her ship, but it's a car. And then, like, the Grandmaster, he's got his own car, and then Thor would have his own car. So, it's, it's like, what if in Ragnarok, instead of having a big old poncho-up, it was just a big race instead? Gamora was also there, though. Yes, she was. Maybe that's the end game. Oh. Rev game. <laughs> but it, that's like if it, Thanos said, how about instead of having a big war, how about we just have a big twisted metal style race instead? Yeah, and we just Carmageddon it. <laughs> yeah, like and they go, well, whoever wins, that that's who wins. Yeah. I'd be like, that's stupid enough to be one of these. So yeah, let's do it. <laughs> but that's what I mean, like visually, animation wise, it looked quite cool. It looked very Mad Maxy um, mm. kind of vibe to it. But if it's just pointless and stupid, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. Because that's what it should be. I don't want these things that just make you go, "Oh yeah, that's that bit in the in the in the Guardians movie." Especially, I mean, I know I don't want to labour the point, but especially that now that you've got this is owned by Disney, as is most other sort of things. So you go, well, what if instead of uh, you know, there's there's Tony Stark and there's Nebula and they're on the Milano and they're deep in space after Infinity War. So what if instead of Captain Marvel who finds them. Buzz Lightyear does. Anyone? Darth Vader. They could do anything because it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It it doesn't ruin any other franchises. It doesn't change the stories of anything else because it's a eleven minute animated story that's yeah. not connected. You could kill them all off and then they're all back in the next episode because yeah. they're doing a different thing instead. Yeah. When like my my friend was asking me about like when before what if started season one. Exactly, and that's essentially how I explained it to him. He was very disappointed <laughs> afterwards, but yeah, it's uh, but that's what it should be because, like we say, it doesn't matter. It's mm. just a, it's just me and you telling a story of, oh man, this is if Wolverine and uh, the Punisher had a team up, this is what could happen. Blah 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 blah, because blah. that's all it is. Mm. The only difference being it's animated a lot better than we could do. Yeah. <laughs> But with their, with their like their extra content that they've made since the the last season, so you know we've got She Hulk and Loki yeah. and Daredevils obviously coming back and that kind of stuff. Do you reckon that that's going to factor more into it now? Oh. So we'll we'll see a Daredevil this time, whereas we didn't before. Could be that could could have been She Hulk, not Gamora. No, it, it would have been good. It's a space thing. It's going to probably, be. Gamora. It's pro- probably was Gamora. Mm. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure she had the lines. So honestly, can't remember. I just remember seeing a green woman because it like the camera yeah. light went whoop, stopped very briefly and then went to the next one. No, I think you're probably right. Yeah, um, but it's most likely Gamora. Mm. But um, I mean, I assume they're going to include She-Hulk and that in there. Maybe not the Marvels and stuff because that's only just come out. Maybe yeah. like they might in, uh, they might keep Miss Marvel in it. Mm. Maybe Miss Marvel would be a good one. Yeah. Maybe Moon Knight. What if he wasn't mental? <laughs> Well, then you don't get Moon Knight, do exactly. you? Yeah, it's just, and it's just a whole episode of him just doing his shopping, going to the gym, <laughs> going to work. <laughs> there's, just this, like, there's just so many things. We're just like, well, what if that... Like in like in Guardians, like the first Guardians, when um, the collector's assistant grabs the Infinity Stone, hmm. what if she doesn't explode? What if she gets it? Yeah. Then she's like, bang, collector destroyed. Release all these things. One of those is... Howard the Duck, yeah. and then he decides to get revenge on the universe, and then it's Avengers versus Howard the Duck and all his mates. Could happen, right? That's, 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 that's the beauty that's the of it. Of, 
yeah, if that's the sort of silly things that you can get away with when you're just going and then reset. Yeah, because because the second the credits go up, it's it's over. It's yeah. done. It, it, you haven't got to answer. Maybe for, for maybe what that's the thing because your casual watchers, which are that's that's ultimately what they're going to be appealing to. It's it's going to be people who know Chris Evans, they know Robert Downey Jr., they know the main MCU things. You can still keep it to them though, but do those. But kind no, of but silly that's stories. the thing. They want to keep because if they go well, uh, but I, I I was watching that cartoon, but he came back and then he was in a car and then he died in a thing, but then he was in that thing. Like they're just not going to understand that this is a separate. Don't make it then. <laughs> Simple as that. Well, that's that's yeah, that's a good enough answer. Maybe we should have just knocked this whole thing on the head after Endgame. That should yeah, have been it. No, but like, just don't call it what if. Then call it. Here's a, a a series of short stories that may or may not happen, dependent on how familiar you are with the MCU. Yeah, because it it should doesn't have just roll been off like the tongue the, like but... the Rick and Morty interdimensional cable. But of yeah. all the Marvel stories yeah. ever. Oh, that's such a better way of putting it. Mm. <laughs> like, but again, if you haven't watched Rick and Morty, you wouldn't know what that was either. <laughs> yeah. But, that's, but again, have Rick and Morty thing. find a Tony Stark in space. Yeah. There's there's a fucking there's a whole series of Rick and Morty tied up in that. But that... Speaking of, have you seen any of season seven yet? No, because I've fallen behind on it, I'm gonna wait. Because I think there's only three left. Three oh wow, I've only watched the first Three, I think I could be I, I could be wrong on that that specific number, but yeah. um, I'm at least five weeks behind, so I'm just gonna wait and then just watch them all in one go, which I never right. normally do. I it's normally the other way around, and I watch them once a week, and then you just go tell me when it's fucking finished and yeah, because I'm pretty sure the but, first three seasons of Rick and Morty, I they were already out before someone convinced me to finally watch it, and then I was like, oh, this is really good actually. Well, the, the first time I watched Rick and Morty was uh, I started watching Gravity Falls mm. and um, while I was on the website it was recommended, I was looking for shows for my for Logan when he was a lot, lot younger and it was Amazing World of Gumball, Gravity Falls Rick and Morty, something else or something else and then I put Rick and Morty on and it was the, the pilot episode and uh, it's when Morty's asleep in class and the, the I forgot the teacher's name but the black guy the teacher in the yellow Mystic um, Goldenfold. Mm. He's there, he's trying to wake him up. And then Morty's just got his hands up and he's like groping his. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, it's not my fault this is happening. And I was like, wait a minute, this, <laughs> this doesn't seem appropriate for two year olds. <laughs> I mean, it's on Adult Swim. What do you fucking expect? Well, no, because I uh, I think I got it off a naughty site. I just downloaded oh, it. Right, I, okay. I just got a few episodes to see if it was okay. And I was like, that seems a bit what's it. And then the next thing was Rick coming in. And I was like, he seems pretty drunk. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I turned it off and watched it on my own later. And I was like, this is a fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. But there was only like two seasons then. There wasn't there wasn't many out. Um, but yeah, for this one, I've just fallen behind. Same as what we do in The Shadows. Um, mm. I fully intended to start watching the new season last week. And yeah. Zoe then informed me that she can't remember finishing the last season. I'm like, well, we definitely, I definitely do. But I went to a, a random episode, read the synopsis. She's like, I don't remember that one. Next one, don't remember that one. Don't remember that stuff. Let me just fucking watch this then. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm watching a season of what we do in the shadows that I've already watched, so I can watch the new one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, t- to answer your question though, Dan, no, I have not watched any of the new seasons of Rick and Morty. 
well, I've I think I like I say I only watched the first. Actually, no. Do you know what? I think it was just the first two. Mm. I remember you saying the, first... the second one was better. Yeah, it was way better. Um, the first one, I was just sort of like, oh, this feels like they've they've skipped a beat here or something, or they they they've just missed something. It just doesn't feel very. Yeah. It just doesn't feel the same. And then the second one, I was like, oh, this seems way more familiar. Like this is this is a bit more like it. This is what I'm used to. Um, but I I know my mate messaged me. That's just what's reminded me in my head. Um, she was like, um. Because she was the one who reminded me to watch it, and then I watched it. And I was like, "Oh, this wasn't. I wasn't super into this." And she was like, "No, the second one's way better though." Mm. And I watched it. I was like, "Oh yeah, it is." And she's like, "I wouldn't get too concerned about the third one because it's kind of like more like the first one." I was like, no. "Oh no!" <laughs> What's the voices like? Is the big question. Honestly, really not that different. No. Like it's there's there's a few sort of like cadences that just aren't quite there. Um, but on, yeah, it's it's you sink into it really. It's not it's not super noticeable. It, you you just you just roll with it. Like the Morty one's almost perfect, I'd say. Yeah, it's fine. Um, from the when they released the trailer that finally showed you the voice, because that's what worried me the most. The the footage they were showing for the new season, they didn't talk. I was like, this isn't good. Um, and then they finally did, and Morty's pretty much like beat for beat the same. Rick, you could a hundred percent tell it's somebody trying to do a Rick yeah, voice. Yeah, it's it's a great impression. Like it's really good. And again, um, like in that second episode, if if that had been the one I'd watched first for some reason, and you hadn't told me, I, I there might have been something in the back of my mind. It's like, oh, yeah. something sounds odd here, but I I wouldn't have connected that it would have been a different person. It just sounds like really similar. Um, so I honestly. The, the the voice acting for anyone who's doing Rick and Morty or anything that Justin Roiland would have been doing that is the least of the show's concerns at this yeah. point. I mean, like one hundred percent from the start, like because I I've been quite I was enjoying the the previous season of Rick and Morty. Yeah, was, the last one was great. Yeah, it, it was a, like such a big like return to form. Like because the last maybe not the, the the two before, but at least the one before that wasn't great. Again, still better than most animated shows but not I don't, still know. I don't not. think that there might be the odd episode that sort of like dips below a certain standard of some of the others maybe but also you're not going to get that no I mean like from 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 every episode isn't no. going to be a, a fucking a pickle rick or whatever you right. know it, there's there's going to be some dips up but there's not been a season that's sort of like no oh, that's the weaker one if anything this one now I'm just sort of like of the three uh, sorry mm. of the two that I've seen and you know again my mate's got a very similar taste to me so Potentially, there's now more misses than hits in this season. Yeah. So I need to watch the rest of it if there's like four or five others out just to, to kind of get the sense of it. My biggest problem with the season before last was there was less Rick episodes. And I know that's trying to branch out to get more story developed for, for the other characters. But Rick's by far the most important character of the whole, of, of all of it. Like, not even Morty. It's all about Rick. And I like, like all the Council of Rick stuff. So fucking, I love all of that. And when they actually stop being silly and delve more into like the actual law, um, like we when we we use them as examples for the I, I forgot what what you called it for Loki. So it's something that has to happen. So we were saying like, um, if they didn't get the the the, the booklet for the TVA. Would that just mean that it wouldn't happen, or does it have to happen where he's wrote it, 
he's added stuff to it and then it gets that kind of i forgot what you called now um mm. but when they started using all that for that the same thing always happens so like a rick will come from a different dimension tell him about the time travel and everything else and that will get him going and then i'll lead to this and i'll lead to this and i'll lead to this mm. it's complicated as shit but it's interesting and you'll have your, your your certain ones so you'll have like um beth's fucking clone just zipping about and then falling in like they have a thing together with real beth even though it might not be real beth um and even like the jerry stuff's like a lot of the episodes are okay they're quite funny but i don't know what it was with with that season where there was just very little rick and that ruined it a bit for me um although i did see a bit for this season where they do, there's another pickle rick moment and if I there is, I don't think I've, I don't I, think I've seen. I, that. I, say, I don't know if it's that in episode one, two, three, or whatever. I just yeah, saw it yeah. as a clip pop up on um, Instagram, and I'm like, it's the same joke. <laughs> it's it's not well, it's probably, not pickle Rick, but but they've probably done that on purpose because like, oh, I turned myself into a banana, and it's like, what are you doing this for? We've mm. already done this. It, uh, or you know, it's it's it. They're traveling between another dimension, and someone's done that, and then a thing falls on him and squishes him and kills him, be. and they're like, well, that's why I didn't. That's why I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like, it could, it could just could tie into a thing it. making fun of itself rather yeah. than just, oh, I'm a banana now and I've got to do a whole story as a banana. Because <laughs> yeah. if that's the case, that's very lazy and I've, I've, I it just doesn't seem like the writers of this show would be I, Yeah, I don't think they would. Lazy. I would assume, because of everything that's gone on, Dan Harmon will be taking over a lot of the writing stuff. I really don't know. Because um, I think, I could, I could be wrong. Justin Roiland was more of the, the zany, crazy stuff going on, probably your Pickle Rick moments and everything else, whereas Dan Harmon was more about the lore and the backstory and everything else. Could be wrong on that. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know enough to I, know that. I would assume that because of um, uh, what's happening, because of these new people uh, taking over the voices, they're going to lean very much more into the solid structure story. Because mm. it's got to, be, it has to be good. They've already okay well, what, by the next ten seasons. So. <laughs> well, what about Solar Opposites then? Because that was wasn't that Justin Roiland and Mike McMahon? So the well, Mahan. I stopped watching Solar Opposites quite early on because I, I just didn't find it good. But I did watch the reveal for the new voice of that, and I don't know if you remember. No, no, no. I haven't seen like because I do. I don't. It, I don't love it, but I do quite enjoy Solar Opposites. But I'm not like that transition hasn't happened yet. So oh. if there's a thing that happens to explain it, whatever, I don't tell. Them. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but mm. I will tell you that <coughs> what happens is what I said would happen for Rick and Morty. So well, I don't like, remember that. No, no, so. no, no. So I mean, I'll find it. it's on a podcast, but well, don't tell me. The, but no, no, no. But I'm saying it like I said, what I think would be a. a a completely Rick and Morty way of doing like that voice change would be it's a completely different voice and something happens and it's kind of just gone well what's happened and then they just go meh and then it goes on it's a similar thing right I'm not gonna tell you what it is but, okay. I, but I will say I don't like the voice at all because it's not like with Rick and Morty where they found they've got someone to do an impression it's a mm -hmm. completely different voice and it doesn't doesn't work for me right well, I did. I also um, didn't like Solar Opposites very much. So, I, well, I think because it's, I think I, I might be wrong here. I'm just gonna have a quick Google, but I think it was Justin Roiland and 
Mike McMahon rather than him. And yeah, it is Mike McMahon or McMahon, McMahon Mc- maybe. McCann. McCann. Either way, though, he was the showrunner for Lower Decks or is the showrunner for Lower Decks. And in my eyes, he's putting more effort into that than he is with Solar Opposites. Yeah. Certainly with this, if he's still a part of Rick and Morty or whatever, he's like Lower Decks has just been getting better season to season to season. I again, I'm behind on on Lower Decks as well, but the the quality of low, of Lower Decks has been good from the very beginning onwards. And the more the more it's gone on, and the more obviously positive praise that it's got. The more it's kind of like lent into itself to just be that. that oh, there's that so many deep cuts. Star Trek thing because Star yeah. Trek doesn't get to be silly very often, really. I know you have like silly episodes here and there, even with the older stuff like going to fucking Sherwood Forest and everything else. But ninety-eight percent of Star Trek is quite serious in, in mm. uh, compared to Lower Decks, at least, anyway. But polar opposites just seem to be a solar opposites. Solar opposites, sorry. What's fucking polar opposites? That's it's definitely like a thing. Di- two different. No, 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 no. I mean, like that's definitely a show or a film. Oh, is but, it? Yeah, I'm, I'm almost sure it is. But solar right. opposites just seem to be. You love fucking Rick and Morty. This is a show made by Rick and Morty. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's also the voice of the fucking main guy, and he sounds just like just like Rick, and he's random, and he says zany things here and there. No effort. <laughs> <laughs> It just didn't see... I, again, I, I only got through about maybe eight episodes. Like, maybe honestly, not even the, that. The stuff that the stuff that goes on in the war is way more interesting mm-hmm. than anything that they get up to as like aliens with their crazy tech or whatever. Like, people just being shrunk down and dropped into this war. This is like huge like Game of Thrones kind of drama <laughs> thing that's going on inside it. That is way more interesting than most of the things that are happening in the episode. Um, But with, yeah, Lower Deck, like, they, they just seem to be like... It's not sort of like, oh, bloody, you know, Khan. Oh, remember Khan? Like, they, like at the end of the last season. I mean, I don't know whether she should tell you this because I mean, what? But well, to be fair, no, even I'm if you honest. watch it, no, no, no. But this, this is about a character that you will not know about, no. and there's there's a, a very good joke that's within it. So, um, basically, like Robert Duncan McNeil, who plays Tom Paris in Voyager, um, he's come back as the voice of Tom Paris, um, like. Boiler is basically hallucinating. He's got these these collectible plates, like these Voyager plates, and the plate of Tom Paris is just talking to him <laughs> to like talking through a problem. But whilst he's obviously cast as Tom Paris for Voyager in Next Generation, Robert Duncan McNeil is also in an episode of Next Generation as someone called Nick Lacano, right? Who was um, it was a it was like a Wesley Crusher episode basically, but he plays a, a guy in that. Um, and that character who's in one episode has come back in Lower Decks is like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone's just sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah, we know this guy. He was like drummed out of Starfleet for causing some kid to get killed like fucking forever ago, whatever. And then there's just one guy who's just going, he looks a lot like Tom Paris, though, doesn't he? Like, <laughs> he's like, does no one else see this? Like, so it's not it's not talked about, like, it's not talked about. But I was just like, that's such a weird thing. Like. If you like, if you're really into the next generation, uh, if you even if you watch the whole the whole show through once, you're probably not going to remember no. that one guy from that one thing. Like I recognised it as soon as they said it because I was just like Locarno from that fucking Nova Squadron. <laughs> but the, there's because there's like 
a, another character who was in that same episode who then is in a future episode of the next generation right. where Picard like hires her well not hires her but he like approves her transfer onto the ship and she's like oh I made this mistake or blah 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 and he was like yeah I know that's why I took you on because you you recognise that you made a mistake and whatever um, but then she turns out to be like one of Mariner's friends when they were at the academy together and I was like that's such a cool like because it's not like oh it's another Q thing no. like that people would know it's just like unless you remember this exact thing that happened once and then it's never been mentioned again like that you just that would just be two random new characters that you just that's wouldn't it's good though because that, right and that's that, that's what i mean that's so much effort and thought yeah. into going into like what what little random nuggets that can we just we can pull from that people won't it, maybe get without going back and watching some stuff I mean, to understand it, it it doesn't if you don't get the joke that it's mm. that it's a, a throwaway character and it's not it's not uh, it's not Picard coming in, or it's not Q. It's not, it's not these big named uh, popular characters. It's basically a random person, and that and it, it's kind of like your Rick and Moy thing, like with the Szechuan sauce, like yeah, and not not to the same level of stupidity, but it's you don't get it. it doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't you still change get why the episode it's, or anything. Yeah, you, you understand that it's like it's it's a thing you can't get it anymore. Yeah. And you understand that he's like he's into it, and the only time he can get it is in his own memory. Yeah. That makes sense. You don't have to have had it yeah. to get that understanding behind exactly. it. Exactly, and and that's that stuff like that in in lower decks. I think lower decks is far less popular than it should be, and I honestly think a lot of that is down to it being a Paramount. It's on Paramount, and I know it's on Prime now, but it needs to be a Netflix show to get that popularity. Yeah, I mean, all of Star Trek is on Netflix as well. So, other than like your newest, like yeah, Stranger yeah, yeah. Worlds and Discovery and that isn't anymore because they lost it, but all of the old stuff is very much still mm. there. But Lower Decks ain't. <laughs> no, but that seems like it's it's just like an Amazon. That's what, kind I, of deal. I assume that they're paying a lot of money for it. Um, I think it is one of the like that and Strange New Worlds. And uh, other than the, like the last episode, uh, last season of Picard, which was just fucking amazing, but like that's kind of the best consistent thing that they've made in a long time well, considering... and it's because it's not like oh my god it's I don't believe it it's Captain <laughs> Picard he's come to visit like it's it like there's there's none of that yeah. there's no like big names that just sort of roll through every now and then like people will talk about it and joke about it or whatever yeah. and they're like oh yeah. well you know this is what Picard would do blah, blah, blah. but whenever someone pops in it's like oh it's this, this guy from this show from 40 years ago he's in it I get that because I watch the show yeah. like it, it seems like it's that's what I mean. Like with with something like that, it seems like it's far more well written around understanding the people who would watch the show, rather than just ah, oh, it's a Borg. Ah, oh, it's a you know what 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 would people get? Oh, uh, you know, Captain Picard, Janeway, maybe yeah. you know you, you sort of get them coming in every three times a week or whatever, and they just don't do that. They just go. That was a funny thing that happened all those years ago because it was a continuity error or they fucked up in production yeah. somewhere. Let's just take the piss out of it for 10 minutes. Well, that's why it works, though, because it's written, those jokes are for you people. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the, you people. The, <laughs> the show, is, it seems to be very cleverly written in the fact that it's you don't have to watch Star Trek to like Lower Decks. It's, fun, yeah, yeah. it's funny on its own merit, just as a science fiction Show. It's a silly, funny, yeah, yeah and, yeah. and if you 
realistically, I know it was the very different styles of things, but I would say if you like Rick and Morty, you'll like Lower Decks. That kind of it's that kind of animation. The same way that I'd go if you like that, you'll like Gravity Falls. Because yeah, it's yeah. a similar like mindset. But it's equally done for people that like Star Trek and people that don't like Star Trek. And I'd say it's the only show that does that. Because as mm. much as I like I like Strange New Worlds. Um I did like Next Generation as well. I haven't finished Picard, but I did like Picard. But the main reason I liked Picard was because it didn't feel like Star Trek. Well, wait until like when you get to that third season, it's it's a it's a whole different show. So for good or bad for me, <laughs> it would. I I don't like. There's there's a lot of it which is kind of like, oh my god, it's that person that I haven't seen since the Next Generation. But it's it's more. It is better. Like I don't think like it's it's the highest rated season of that show by a, a significant margin. Yeah. And people are just like, oh god, thank god, you know something is finally. I think it's mainly Terry Metalis is kind of come in and steer the ship in the ship they steered it in the right direction and like people are like get this guy whatever your next big idea is or whatever get him to do it because people did not like discovery in the way it ended up um they didn't like picard and then strange new worlds came out which was kind of like oh let's see if we can go back to let's make it episodic and it's about the bridge crew whatever and people like good well done you're back on track then lower decks was like and people like oh it's funny, but it's for me, and it's making fun of a thing that I enjoy, and that's cool. And then season three of Picard just kind of came out of nowhere, and it was just like, why the fuck didn't you do this the first two seasons? This is amazing. I would assume a lot of that's got to do with Patrick Stewart's age and health and stuff as well, where they're just like, well, if they, this if could they got, be the we'll last do, one. <laughs> yeah, we'll do one more, and we'll, we'll we'll have an absolute blowout, and we'll get everybody back, yeah. and we'll, we'll do some... But it's, it's not just the fact that it's like, oh my God, it's Brent Spire, oh my God, it's Michael Dorn. It's it's the story around all of them and getting them all back together. It it just works, and like that again. It feels like they've gone just Data like, and Warp, it's by it's the way. it's yeah. Well done. Um, you know, like the first <laughs> two seasons, they're not well received. You go in and you take the helm and you kind of yeah. You you do whatever you want to and just make it work. And then he's sort of like, well, I super care about this, and I we'll, we'll make it work properly and we'll get everything. And it feels like that's what they've done with lower decks as well. But yeah. with solar opposites. I think you're right that they said, oh, and if you like Rick and Morty, here's Solar Opposites. Like, it's crazy aliens. And it's not. No. They're not even, they're not even the same league it's not, it's in not. terms of, like... Animation's fine, but the jokes aren't funny. It doesn't seem to be very well-written, never mind, like, clever writing or anything. Um, it's just not very good. And I feel about it saying, and I know, I think you liked it, but when they did the Cleveland show... And it was just like I did. I did watch the Cleveland. Show, I, I watched it, yeah. but again, there was nothing else on at that point. <laughs> but <laughs> that was very much. It's just if you like Family Guy, you'll love this because it's 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 kind of the same thing, but it's not really. And all the writers are doing Family Guy, so is this is what we got? Yeah. And it's just like yeah. Whereas American Dad, that was a different story altogether. I, yeah. I loved American Dad. I I think that's better than Family Guy personally. The, it, the sort of like a, there's a crossover point where they kind of like amalgamate like yeah it kind of well you know it kind of drop, drops off but then American Dad's kind of peaking at that yeah. point but to be fair I think they kind of switch back around again because I've watched some of the newer seasons of American Dad and I'm just sort of like they're on like season 18 now like maybe Probably like you, you've literally you constantly make fun of like the Simpsons and stuff like that for going yeah. on for too long you've been going for about 20 years at this point so Maybe calm down on the taking the piss out of everyone else <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. 
you know. But I mean, there's, there's still there's still some really good funny stuff in it as oh, well. Definitely, yeah. Um, I think we leave it there, mate, because we're we're, mm. we're over the two hour mark, and uh, I have nothing else to say. No, um, no. Ideally, you could watch. I asked you to finish Space Jam Legacy. Did you do that? No, never mind. Um, um, I haven't watched Space Jam Legacy, Dan, because I'll be honest. Wow. I completely forgot. However, what I will promise, um, okay. I'm gonna continue watching Lower Decks. Okay. And I won't be okay, I won't be up that. to where you are, but this oh, time next this no. time it's next like week. Season four now. <laughs> but what we'll do? There was a uh, a little thing I started doing where I uh, I do a little Star Trek trivia thing at the at, towards the end of the podcast. We stopped doing that, luckily. But <laughs> what I'm gonna do? I am gonna say something that's from like the most recent Lower Deck episode I've watched. And you've got to tell okay. me what the episode is. Not necessarily... Oh, I don't. Not the title. I don't know numbers and no, stuff. No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, not like, oh, that's from season two, episode uh, 17 <laughs> titled this. You, but what you got to tell me is what the episode's about. Or... Oh, God. I will accept who said it. It'll be a, okay, it'll yeah, be sure. A, it'll be a line. Okay. Maybe. I'll, I'll figure it out ready for next week that because well, you might thing, not get that <laughs> what you need to do then ideally is um when you get to the end of season three of uh, lower decks is probably when you need to start watching strange new world season two did i not start so, strange new world season two i mean i don't think you finished season one i definitely finished season one. Oh, you did yeah but i can't remember if i started two or not uh, no, because I, I no, I think you would have. I think you no, I didn't, and I don't know why, but I can't say it on here. But I know. Okay, <laughs> I remember. I remember why. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll, so season three, lower decks. Start then, watching season two, Strange New World. Yeah, it, it's purely just for one episode within season two, but then. Oh, I, yeah, I already know what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just so it, it just lines up yeah. a little bit better yeah. for you. I shall do that. So this time, well, not this time, but next episode of this podcast, Dan, we'll go back to, I'm going to call it Lower Deck Summit. They'll have a cool good. name and a jingle. Okay, good. <laughs> well, that means I just need to go back and rewatch all the fucking Lower Decks then, I guess. Nope, I mean, to be fair, that. I... Well, try and stop me. <laughs> I, I do I do kind of like dip in and out. To be fair. It's like Big Mouth or something like that. Like when I'm just yeah. doing a thing, I'll have something on. And like that is a good thing to have that's, on um, for that as well. That's another good example of our comparison thingy. For you, Rick and Morty to Solar Opposites, etc. Big Mouth yeah, yeah. and um, what was the... Human Resources. Human Resource. That was garbage. Yeah, I watched about two of those. I was like, this is not I the same. I don't think I got that far. Maybe one and a half, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that's the same thing where it's like, hey, oh, you love Big Mouth. You, you're like this. It's from the same people. Is it the same thing? It's from the same people. It's good. <laughs> it's from the same people. <laughs> but um, if you want to see some more stuff that we've done, there is the same kind of thing as this. It's uh, You can go to the website, which is podcastvsplayer.com. It's all going along the bottom of the screen right now. And Dan, thank you for joining me. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Indeed. Bye-bye.